All right, what's going on, YouTube? It's your boy FC Violent back again with another Vitamin G Gaming podcast. This is episode 12. Uh, we'll be discussing Gears 5 leaked info, uh, Rage 2 early scores, and, and the early scores, man. Is this going to be a new trend that we have to deal with? Uh, I <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. IPs, man, the, the, the importance of nurturing uh, said IPs. We'll, we'll get into that and delve dwell, dwell into more details on that, uh, as well as other things uh, such as Nintendo giving away user data. Come on, Reggie. You know, I'm going to be interested to see what you think about that. Uh, cro Epic stopping cross-progression, man. I, you know, we have, to, we have to talk about that. We've been giving Sony a lot of shit, so we're going to have to talk about that. And and more, man. There's a, there's a lot of stuff to talk about this week, man. I have like five or six topics, so we're gonna try to get through them all. But before we start, I do have to shout out the chat. Shout out Sage Mo Lewis, man. He's the first one in there. What's up, bro? The finest. What's good? Night music, man. A Patreon member. <laughs> He's put down third. Yeah, he was the third one in there. Yobi was good. The Almighty Spartan God, Lofty. Uh, Snow Bunny four two six. Check her out on Wednesdays, man, on uh, uh on a sister podcast with MM2K and Dirk Griggity. Check check it out Wednesday. Uh Scram Punks at 9, 9 30 p.m. Eastern. The indie gamer, what's going on, bro? Brandon Bryce. Oh, we got some new guys in here. Salty Gaming. Uh, I think that's it so far. And Hustle Motive, man. Anyway, into the audio listeners on Radio Public and iTunes, what's going on? So we're about to get this started. Introductions real quick, man, left to right. Nubs, man, introduce yourself. What you been playing? Hey, yo, hey, yo, what's going on? Um, as far as what I've been playing, sheesh, Skyrim. Actually, I'm I'm whack. <laughs> Skyrim, like what the fuck? Skyrim VR? Or what? No, like Skyrim Special Edition on the Xbox. Just falling back and playing it. All these new games to play. You you go in there playing. Skyrim, okay. I got I got to go through the versus thing and see whether or not you picked older games, but I had a feeling you didn't. But all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let that slide. Hey, shout out, Mr. Kim. What's going on? Hey, Kofi, and let's Kofi. My God, the head PlayStation in charge. What you been playing, my dude? What you been up to? What's going on, everybody? Always find me at creative underscore Kofi on Twitter. Been playing a lot of Days Gone and a lot of Trails of Cold Steel Two, Erebonian Civil War. What you like so far? Oh, actually, you know what? We'll do another show about the uh, the impressions in Days Gone because I've been playing way more of it, more of it. But just real quick, quick impressions on uh, Days Gone. Yeah, I, so I'm speeding up. Um, I I had a pretty of a slow start just because work week has been wild. But uh, I mean, the more and more I get introduced to the different mechanics in the game, I feel like there's enough variety to keep me entertained. Obviously, the story is why I'm sticking around. So it's been good. All right. Um, like I said, we'll wait till other panel members uh, get more chance to play. And we we have to rediscuss it, man, because I don't think we did it, we did it justice when it first came out. The hell somebody you about to make a mixtape? What the hell was that? That's that was R two. Yeah, it was. All right, man. Hey, Pharaoh, oh, yo, Pharaoh, man, what's going on, bro? Uh, man, tell man, everybody bro. what you've been up to, man, and what you've been gaming. Uh, I ain't been up to much uh, lately. I've been playing the uh, the Sekido. Slow playing that, slow playing a little bit of Resident Evil. I haven't had too much time to really dive in on anything lately. All right. Not a problem. And Reggie, man, the head Nintendo, man. What's what's going on, bro? What you been playing? What is going on, people? Uh, still on the Division 2. Pretty much in the farming stage now. Uh, nice. 
just grabbed my uh, exotic D50, um, but now back to farming the merciless and the pestilence. All right, man. Hey, did the raid even come out yet? You've been talking about this raid and all that stuff for a while. Yeah, eight man, mm-hmm. right? Eight man raid. Nope. You keep pushing it back. Okay. <laughs> um, That's so uh, the time the raid comes out, I might be done with it. Right. Oh man, come on, Ubisoft. I thought you learned from your mistakes, man. Don't make us have to make a topic on you anyway. And our special guest, man, my guy, The Verge. Firstly, introduce yourself. Uh, what are you about? What game your pre- preference you, you know, you, that you prefer? prefer, And uh, what you been playing, my guy? Go ahead, man. Hey, what's going on? First of all, I just want to say what's up to the chat, everybody in the panel, and thank you, uh, FC, for having me on the show. It's greatly appreciated. Um, I don't really have a YouTube channel. I don't do – I'm not really active on that, and I'm not here on the show for that, so I'm not even going to say – channel name or anything like that um my preference is is xbox it is i'm not gonna lie but i do own all systems uh right now i'm playing wolfenstein 2 that just got added to game pass the game looks gorgeous Uh, a little bit of nba 2k19 black ops 4 i'm just playing a lot of stuff right now even days gone i had to put that down for a little bit but i'm gonna try to jump back into it all right, man. That's what's up. I did put your Twitter Twitter handle in the description if people want to follow. Real quick, man. Shout out your Twitter handle. Twitter handle. That can't speak. Fuck. It is the Verge X. All right, man. Find it hilarious how people who own all consoles their preference is Xbox. You know that, that that is very interesting. Um, I think if you, if you were to do a poll, how many people are just Xbox only? And how many people have multiple consoles and just prefer Xbox or multiple consoles and per, prefer Sony? Because we had the we had two Sony heads in here for uh, Kofi and fucking Reggie, and they both neither of these motherfuckers got Xboxes. So you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a gamer. I want to play what I want when I want to play it. So I always have every system. Yeah, I say I usually find that Sony people have a Nintendo, but they won't have an Xbox. And Xbox people, they'll have a they'll have a, a Sony and a Nintendo. They just prefer Xbox. Yeah, you, you hear that, Kofi and Reggie? Because he's a real gamer. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, man. All right, before we get into the topics, man, let's do the gaming news. First, let's start off in the Far East, man. Japan land, Sony. What's going on over there, Kofi? What you got going on for me, bro? I got three pieces of uh, some interesting information for you guys. I'll save the the last as my favorite. Uh, The first has to do with Arc System Works' new fighting game, Kill a Kill If. And as you know, the first trailer for Kill a Kill If dropped May 9th, and it had um, English dubs. I actually haven't heard the English dubs myself, but I do remember that the anime had pretty decent voice acting. And I know that for people who are fans of, you know, either whether Japan or English, sometimes that could be a sensitive topic. But it looks like there might be an option for both. Um, The game also has, uh, I mean, in addition to having a release date of July 26th, the um they they just revealed a new detail about the story. So the the reason why the, the game is called If is is because the anime comes from the perspective of, of Ryuko, but this game will start from Satsuki's perspective. So you're actually playing like the main villain. I don't know if people really know the story, so I'll go over it quick. But the, the game is built around her. And then now they're announcing that as an alternate story, you can play as the main character, Ryuko, while Satsuki is the way it starts. So it's a, it's a bit reversed, um, as in if the actual antagonist was the main character, which I, I actually find really interesting. Um, so I think people are pretty excited about that. You can check out the trailer online. Um, 
pretty excited about that. Number two is for Monster Hunter World's um, free trial on PlayStation 4. Right now, um, you can download a trial version of the game for free. It's a it's like just under 15 gigs. Um, so it is still really large. It doesn't have all the monsters that you can fight, but there's a great list. Um, the great uh, Jagras, the Cut uh, Coup, the uh, Phuket Phuket, Baroth, uh, Jugerados, uh, Toby Kadachi, uh, all those you can fight right now for free at no cost. They're basically promoting the idea that Iceborne will be out uh, September 6th, I believe it is. So definitely go check that out if you've ever been curious about Monster Hunter. Personally, I love it. Uh, the very last is um, a little bit twofold. So as you know, I'm a big fan of Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel. So Trails of Cold Steel 1, was, you know, a remaster of it was released um, in late, I think it was early April, late April? Uh, no, late March. And now Trails of Cold Steel 2 will be on U.S. shores in English on June 4th. So you basically could play 1 and 2 within the next, within a four-month span. In addition to that, uh, a new, well, not a new localization company, but XC basically localized the first two. The third will be localized by uh, Nippon Ichi America, and it will be out in September. September 6th, I think it is, if somebody else knows. So you can now look at the entire year as an opportunity to play the first three of four games and, and the final, uh, potentially the final four games of the nine part saga that I'm always ranting about. So definitely really excited for that. Like I said, June 4th is the release of Trails of Cold Steel 2. And then in September, we're going to have Cold Steel 3. So it's a pretty big deal. That's, that's, that's it for me. It's a lot of Japanese news going on there, man. That's what's, that's what's <laughs> up, man. But real quick, you said it's a demo on the Sony store. Is it? Wait, no. Uh, so can't you play that trial. on the... Oh, free trial. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you get the free trial, but if you have Game Pass, you get the free, the full game on Xbox right now. Oh, mo monsters included. Anyway, next question. Well, let's go to Nintendo. Reggie, what's going on in Nintendo world, man? Uh, it's still pretty kind of slow, just waiting for everybody's focused on the news about the new Switch model, which feel pretty solidly confirming that the lower base model is dropping out this year. Uh, some rumors even point to sometime in June, so we might get some sort of E3 announcement from there. Um, even though Nintendo said they're pretty much their entire direct is going to be focused on nothing but software, um, you know, like a video game company should. Um, so uh, another piece is that Pokemon Sword and Shield are actually expected to probably have some sort of Pokemon Go capability. Um, oh, don't, don't tell me that shit. I mean, it worked really well in uh, for the new Hey, hey You Pikachu and Eevee. Um, where you can just kind of trade back and forth between your Pokemon. Uh, so it's it, pretty good system, so we'll see how it works, considering none of the new Pokemon, I imagine, are going to show up and go. So I don't know if it's just an opportunity to get some of the old ones uh, and fill out your Pokedex. Who knows? I guess we'll see. Um, the only other thing, and it's really not even Nintendo news, but like the Final Fantasy VII trailer just dropped this week and looked pretty fire from what I saw so far. Um, some people got a little bit upset with Barrett's voice. I, I think I agree, but it, it's looking interesting. I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what they're going to do with this. Are you not at all down that it'll be um, episodic? I think it all depends on what the episodes are, right? If they take this to the next direction, if, if we get Final Fantasy 7 as the first episode, 
and then whatever they like to do after that, or in addition to that, I, I think I'd be okay. I, I'd view it as more like the, the transition from X to X2, or what the various 13 sequels that came out. Right. I, I think, but I think they're going to split it up like episode one is going to be like yeah. Midgard, and that's it. Yeah, it's going like, to be chapters, I whack. thought. And All right. That, that won't be great. All right, I guess we'll I guess we'll find out more, man. It depends Real quick, on shout the split. Out. It, it, it's, it's all gonna come down to the split. Yes, sir. Shout out to MM2K, man. What's good, bro? Anyway, hey, by the way, while you guys are listening, man, check out this guy's channel. He did an awesome interview with uh, J Dub, the graphics god. He's the one who did my avatar uh, for my very first, I think, or second podcast I did. Uh, so he did a r- good interview on uh, you know the dark side of YouTube, man. If you guys are interested, it's a really really great listen. Anyway. Back to the, the news, man. Nubs, man. What's going on in Xbox world, bro? Um, as far as news, like they had the little the little uh, Gears 5 cover art leak today. Um, that was kind of really the, the super big thing there. And then uh, there's a bunch of just rumor mill talk just talking about how uh, how powerful the next gen console is going to be there like nothing concrete till e3 it's kind of it's it's so damn dry it's disgusting but, uh, <laughs> well there was some there's some stuff that came out on i guess well leaks i mean we, so yeah you know, air quotes but we'll, we'll get into that right um, the last yeah thing, like yeah. yeah like ninja gaiden 2 just being dope on the x as far as uh backwards compatibility goes it could actually play uh, really well all right, man. And uh, Pharaoh, what's going on? Any uh, any uh, business economics going on with the video game world? Any analytics? Um, actually, it's kind of light. Um, but you know, um, let's see what I got here. The uh, not really anything following the money, but uh, I'm sure people know that uh, Robert Ryan, uh, senior game designer, uh, joined the initiative. Um, he was the um, he was behind The Last of Us and uh, Uncharted. He was uh, one of the lead designers on that. So mm. big win for Xbox. Um, Sony uh, recently got EA Access. Oh, yeah. Um, sure, sure. So that'll, be about that. to, uh, mm. that'll be coming to PS4 owners pretty soon. Um, so I guess you guys can play uh, Madden a little bit early and, and play Anthem for dumb cheap when it makes it on there eventually. Um, but uh, right now they got Mass Effect, Dragon Age, Dead Space, Dead Space, Titanfall. Those are some of the big ones in Battlefield. Um, and for Nintendo, nothing really in the world of gaming that I saw. But they have filed for a new patent. Looks like they're going for uh, roller coasters. Um, they're saying that uh, it has to do with ride technology. Makes you feel like you're driving faster than you actually are. They're saying it may be used for a uh, for a Mario Kart uh, ride. So hmm. that'll be something to keep a. Uh, Keep an eye on. Uh, so yeah. that, that's what I have for business. That's interesting, man. And real quick, before we start getting into the topics, the Verge, any, you got anything going on in, on your end, or any, anything that you want to shout out? No, pretty much, uh, pretty much just what everybody said. But I do want to shout out uh, Graphic Giant, Graphic God. He did my image as well. Please support him. Very good artist. Yeah, he he is that guy. <clears throat> so I'm waiting for on the rest of the BGP guys to. Well, I mean, Brandon, you're, well, your your avatar is actually pretty good. But Kofi got. Yeah, we, we could do better, I, bro. Yeah, about to about to holler at him because I got a idea finally for what I can do. And, and Pharaoh, yeah, he's really. I mean, like, bro, he pretty much got mine to the T when I explained it to him. And then Pharaoh, is that is that Jax? That's Jax, right? Yeah, 
All right, fair enough. And Re- Reggie, man, you look like your Pokemon do look like he's been eating crayons. All right, <laughs> he's been eating crayons, and we got we got to change that. <laughs> we got we got we got to change that, my guy. I mean, as we get bigger, they're gonna be like, all right, they're gonna put the you know well, name to the face and be like, oh, Reggie could just one. upgrade to the uh, detective Pikachu. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, get that CGI in. Oh, there you go. I got you, Pharaoh. Next, <laughs> next yeah, one. Do the, yeah, do the upgraded Pikachu, or you could always do the uh, you know, the, the upgraded Sonic and look like he's on roids. But, um, let's get into the actual topics, man. Shout out to Shinsho Elite, man. I see you, I see you jumping in late. Hit the like button. We have 20 people. Hit that like button and share this out while we get into these topics, man. As you know, we start the week off, man. VGP is the best show on Mondays. Yeah, I said it. Come at me. Anyway, first topic. I'm going to send this right back to Reggie. Nintendo giving data away, man. uh, I'm going to put the actual link into the chat so you guys could follow along. Nintendo criticized for giving user data to Facebook uh, by Jack. It's on Game Rant. I'm going to share this for you guys. So, Reggie, man, what's, what's your thoughts on this, man? I mean, it, it's pretty cut and dry, honestly. Like, it's not great. Um, but that is the world we live in, right? Like, I mean, this is... It, I can just search for air conditioners, and it's going to show up on my Facebook or and on my Amazon mm-hmm. or anywhere unless I take, you know, really meticulous processes to get rid of it traditionally the only reason let's be honest here nintendo hasn't really been doing it in the past is just because the infrastructure really hasn't been built around it like they're they haven't really been an online type of system where people want to utilize it and able to capture that data but best believe me if they had the opportunity to i bet you know at any time if the Wii or the Wii U could do it they would um facebook is I, I, you know i don't know man it's it, it used to be something interesting and now it's totally something different. Uh, so it's, you know, it's not great on the Nintendo's parts, but I can't particularly say I'm shocked. Um, I think I'd be more shocked to figure out what companies do not sell my data to another company. Yeah, I agree with him a hundred percent on that. I, I don't know. I think we're going a little late, man. Fix your mic. Oh, you bought it. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't want to, like, be light on it, but I just can't. Like, I willingly use Facebook, and I already know they're giving my data away. I willingly use Google, and I know that they're giving my data away. Thanks. Yeah, I'm so, to the point where I'm, like, desensitized to yeah. it, to be honest with you. It's, yeah. so you guys are old. It's like Mitch and uh, paid in full, yo. I'm, I'm, I feel naked out here every time I'm on the internet, yo. <laughs> oh, man. So you guys, you guys, are, I know, I know, you guys are not giving Nintendo the pass. They get a pass for everything. They they get a pass for two two forty p graphics. Like, come on, <laughs> Reggie. I know you're not giving Nintendo a pass right now for them, like it's, giving your data away. Like, you know what I'm not, saying? Like, it's, I'm not giving them a pass. Like, I don't think it's the right thing to do. Uh, and really, like, you know, that really makes me second guess them a company. For the most part, I've always felt made at least, let's call them ethical decisions, perhaps. Um, but again, it's just really hard for me to get that much upset about only and only because I can't figure out where else it doesn't happen. Is it happening on PlayStation? Is anybody? Is there any leak? Um any information on that and if it was happening for xbox best believe y'all ponies would never let it go well, ever. Yeah, do we really believe it's not happening 
on either one of them, like that Sony, or even if it's not happening through their systems proper, Sony and Microsoft are definitely selling your data to somewhere. I, I, are you are you sure about that? I mean, I think one one thing it could be because of Nintendo's shitty ass infrastructure, internet infrastructure. But you're, I, I don't know for certain that Microsoft and Sony's not selling that data. But I, I don't know. I, I guess we have to read closely to our, to that uh, user agreement that we signed. Certainly, you know, it's just like like you know, you sign up for Windows, and they're constantly sending you little messages and feedbacks and results things of that nature. And then surprisingly, like if I just go search for a Microsoft Surface, surprisingly enough, it will show up on my Amazon or on Facebook ads, uh, similar with kind of anything else. Uh, you, you might be right. Their, their video game divisions, as far as we know, do not do this. So Nintendo takes a really hard L for that, particularly being the one that's purely a video game for the most part. So <laughs> uh, look guys, you, you're not, this isn't even should be your wheelhouse. It's, it's probably much more expected of Sony and Microsoft to do yeah. that than for Nintendo. Like you got you can you just get internet and you already start making the worst moves. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, man. Jirohama said, "No excuses, you Nintendo fanatic." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jiro stays on it, man. He goes yeah, to everybody. It's sitting on YouTube right now. Who once again will curtail our data and give us also either video game related news. The next time we hit the YouTube button, That's like we true. all know this to be true. I get that, like it's cool to pick on Nintendo, but we get. Come on, now we we know they're selling it. We know they're selling it. All right, all right. Hey, Kofi, what's your thoughts on this? It seems like the Verge and Brandon and, and Reggie's all up. Like, no, what? F it. It is what it is. What's your take on this? I think Nintendo's trying to get as much cash they can try to catch up to a yep. reasonable architecture. Mm -hmm. PlayStation's kind of. Uh, I, I don't know the right word for it. They're kind of behind too. A, a really small sidebar: they just announced how many users use uh, PlayStation Now. Yeah, seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred thousand, and they hadn't revealed that number for a long time, right? So we, and, and then now it's just that out of all the users. So we know that they want a lot more. We know that they're digging deep, deep for that. Um, I mean, I'm I'm proud of them because I don't know of any user selling um, or user data being sold. Um, but I, I, I know that Nintendo's a little worried about how long it would take, how much it's going to cost. I, I'm sure that the, the financials are amazing when you sell your data. Um, but definitely do not want this at all. I think for me, so like browsing the internet in general, I, I try my best to um, have best practice because I'm not, I'm tired of seeing the ads when I'm on Facebook or uh, to be honest, I, typically block videos of things that i like if i'm on youtube and stuff like that unless i really want to support the the youtuber then i'll let the you know commercial player whatever so it really i don't want it in my games i really don't want any sort of user data sold yeah facts kobe says yeah kobe said he wants to support the youtuber he I post a video. This dude comments already on the video after like one minute. My video is like ten minutes long, so yeah, I wish you would see all see through my whole entire video. But anyway, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, lo, lo, you know, supporting supporting your own guy and all, you know. But it's all good. I'll, I'll let that pass. So real quick, man. Uh, oh, we oh here we go. We got joining in, man. God. I think it was week two. 
Gara saying, man, another uh, another Nintendo head. I want to hear what his take is, but before he does that, let's let's go to uh, the Pharaoh, man. What's your take on this? Yeah, I mean, I know that these companies are selling our data, but I mean, I think I think I'm with everyone. We don't want to see that play out. And uh, oh, someone came on mic. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't want to see that play out as far as ads and in game. I think you're kind of already seeing that in the sports games. They have little ads that pop up. Um, but I think I think we'll, we'll start to see it geared towards. Uh, I think we'll see it more like in places like the Microsoft Store where you you can purchase movies and music and all types of other things that they'll try to gear that towards you. Um, but I'm hoping that that isn't uh, that doesn't become the future of gaming where we're just getting ads thrown at us in between load screens, like like the like the PlayStation Five comes out and eliminates load screens, but due to you know. Uh, companies not being able to profit off the game, they start doing ads and creating like false load screens because of you know just trying to ger- generate revenue. Right about that. Fair enough. Hey, and Pharaoh, are you playing dice, man? Are you winning? No, no, I'm not playing dice. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying because the indie game is like, who's cashing up. Yeah, somebody hitting quarters. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's, let's see here, man. DJ saying, "What's up, bro?" He says, "Is this is this the vit- Nintendo vitamins, bro?" Like I don't know, man. These guys are just giving Nintendo passes. They always get passes, no matter what. Garrett <laughs> saying, "Man, are you there?" Yeah, man, I'm here. Do a quick <laughs> intro and then tell me why why Nintendo should be getting this L. Well, intro for me, gamer all my life, pretty much that's all you need to know. Anything else, you can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, anywhere you Google the name, it's me. Just give me a holler. Second thing, Nintendo, man, no company should be giving out data without your consent. But nowadays, as soon as you sign up for their network, your consent is gone. If you try to read through the terms of service and everything through the EULAs, when you agree to go online with their network, you're signing your consent away right there. It's just most people don't know it and don't read it. However, I have not seen anything in there where it said they're free to sell data to third party uh, third party companies. So I think it's a sham. It shouldn't be done. And I think we need another form or something when we go online, a big, bold font that says, we gonna sell your shit to other people. We gonna make even more money. How you like it? <laughs> exactly. You right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't want Ubisoft to know all my shit, especially not Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> what you what you, you got to hide? It's like, nah. Let me stop. Uh, all right, Lynn. I think for my take again, because I promise I'm gonna do this. Nintendo's gonna hold that L. Uh, like. Like you said, I mean, I guess it's our fault partially because we don't read the user agreement. But according to Gary saying it's not in there. So I understand about selling ads and all that. But doing it without our consent is kind of, you know, kind of fucked up, to be honest. But it's Nintendo and you guys are going to pass on it anyway. What's going to happen after people know this? Like, I don't see too many outcry, honestly, from the Nintendo sides. So uh, it's going to be some outcry when that data they're selling to other companies fucking gets breached. And Ooh. then some hackers and stuff no see i feel fine with my with my data at nintendo i feel fine and secure i don't think nintendo's gonna have a whole bunch of breaches and my data's gonna be out there but when they start outsourcing it to other companies and stuff uh nah you need to backpedal on that i don't care 
for all my emails and my phone numbers and my addresses and everything in the hands of people I don't even know. That's not cool. Facts. And 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 that and that's where we go to like a dangerous road, man. And I don't I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll see how this develops. Hopefully, I, I guess the Nintendo guys will, will I don't even know what you guys would do. Do you, how would you even com- combat this? I mean, stay offline. Yeah, probably for me, stay away from line and like do my best to not really support them until they make any real changes. There, there you go. That, and that right there is the actual kicker. I mean, I don't have a switch yet. Knowing that I'm probably not going to game online. I don't I don't want them getting my shit either. So anyway, uh, <laughs> shout out to the real masculine, man. I'm not reading that, bro. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's get on to the next topic about companies, man. We're going to talk about Epic Games and their uh their change of policy ever since uh, I don't I, I guess I don't really know when they actually changed it, but I'm gonna post a link in the chat again. Uh, Epic Games are removing the cross progression from I guess from the servers. Not now you have to pick one uh, platform to play it on. First, I'm gonna take it to the to the guest man, the Verge. What is your take on this man? What like they first they were the ones who wanted opted for cross progression and cross play, and now it seems like they're pulling away from this. We gave Sony a lot of shit. For blocking crossplay and cross progression, but now it seems like Epic themselves are doing it. Yeah, my thing, like I thought it was a great idea, and I was hoping you know it'll go into next generation because, like, right now, it's like I have friends on uh, Xbox, some on PlayStation Four. We're like arguing on pretty much about what system to get a certain game on, so we can all play together. I like the idea as long as it works, but I'll tell you when I try it Fortnite. Uh, on a PS4 to try to get my account from my Xbox over there, it was it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. I gave up on the game, put it down, haven't went back since. Wow. So so having crossplay actually effectively effectively you oh, affected you negatively to the point where you don't you just stopped playing. I mean, it was like a lot of hoops to go through. Like I just I couldn't figure it out, and I just, I just gave up on it because it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be just to go from one platform to the other so right. I, I just stopped but next generation i hope they do like implement that type of stuff i think it's good all right man so any shots of epic themselves because like i said we gave heat to sony i mean or are we going to give epic a pass uh, we can give heat to sony i think sony gets passes all the time so i mean it <laughs> is what it is oh he's you know he's, he's staying loyal to that green man what, 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 what say you guys man he said no what f epic or actually, not Epic straight. Sony's still gonna catch this L, even though they're not even involved in it this time. Gara, man, seems like you have a fan, man. DJ Singh says you want to hear your voice. Pause. Anyway, what's your take on this? <laughs> uh all right. So there's a difference for me personally between cross play and cross progression. I can understand companies want to hold out on cross play for their own personal business interest, but I don't think they should limit gamers who. Uh, want to buy the game on as many systems as they have. Locking the progression behind their servers and their service, I think, is kind of a shitty deal for us. But uh, I don't see what they gain from it. I understand, like I said, cross-play. You know, if you got something particular on one system, but you can play it on any system against any other system, uh, there comes the effects of network versus network different latency some people might be using keyboard you got other advantages with keyboard versus controller i understand the cross play being an issue but cross progression should not if i level up to say uh, on a game to level 50 and then i'm like oh i want to play mm-hmm. on my switch I'm going out i want to carry this on the go 
well, all my stuff's locked to that content on that company's server, uh, say Xbox, PlayStation, whatever it may be. That's that's shitting on the gamer. And for a company that, yes, it is a business, all gaming companies are businesses. Their primary focus is making money. But I mean, the money comes from us gamers doing stuff like that is what turns people away. And I mean, they're going to end up hurting themselves in the end right now. Yay, more money. In the end, it's it's going to fall, man. I don't like it. I don't think it's good. Do away with it. Let cross progression be a thing across all platforms. Facts. I mean, right. their their big thing though is, I mean, you had like a a while to merge your accounts there. So if you didn't, you kind of missed a boat on that. So uh, hold 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 on. Now. It says here. Uh, I'm just gonna read it real quick so it just gives the uh, the chat and the audio listeners a more. Uh, more idea where I'm coming from. It says Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PS4 Fortnite players can no longer merge their accounts as of right. as an so article you from you, you can't bring your skins from one MSF to the other. No, yeah, anymore. Since since, you, since it says it says here since February, man, they completely discontinued it. You're no longer unable to merge their accounts before the deadline. And if you forgot to do so, you have to pick one platform to play. So I mean, I don't, I don't know. So you're you're saying it's 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 boo the Boo the consumer, or what's I'm not your take on that? Saying boo the consumers, I merge my account as soon as they announce it. They like say if you waited, I can't really feel bad for you because it was a thing for months at this point before they turned that off. But what what does how does Epic benefit from this though? Like what why would they then just discontinue it's that not, feature when I they mean, were? You you have to understand it's not just their decision. You know what I'm saying? If when when you have these merge accounts there, the the other consoles are, are obviously, you know, they're losing money because they're not getting those microtransactions. They, they're not getting that cut of the percentage out of the store because it's going to whatever other platform that you bought the shit on. So, so it's, it's deeper than just, just than just Epic. I think this came down to a business decision. They had a disagreement with either one or more of the platforms there, and this is yeah. the result. So what you're trying to tell me is that uh, Nintendo and Microsoft's not going to survive together now, or...? I mean, you. It could have been Sony. Hey, since you got crossplay, we we don't want account merge no more, or we'll pull, we'll we'll you know, fuck up crossplay or something. I, like, I understand. Again, Sony, Sony is Sony, but what's stopping Nintendo, and Microsoft from still benefiting cross progression? It. I think it's a you because you know how weird it would be to be able to just have cross progression between Switch and and you know Xbox. Like there would be an uproar, and then all the places. Oh, like, hey, I have that shit too. I can't do it. Like you know, what I'm saying like. I mean that that's how it started initially, it, and, and that's why I'm bringing it this did. Back and, up. and and now it's at the point where it's like either everybody has it or, or nobody does. So I think somebody ain't want to play ball, and now nobody has it. All right, fair enough. Uh, let me see here, Pharaoh. What's your take on this, man? Do you agree, disagree, or do you think it's just simply financials? Uh, I think it's simply financial. I, I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Sony or Nintendo pushed it one way. I think I think they tried it out for a couple months. They saw um, how it affected uh, DLC sales and uh, and things of that nature, and they decided that it was no longer in Epic's best interest to um, offer that kind of goodwill. I mean, it, it's been up for six months. It's been up since November. You had six months to get it done. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying as far as the gamer's concerned, but from the company's perspective, I think that they were taking a loss and they got tired of taking that loss. Like they were, if they were looking at revenue the past six months and then once they allowed these account mergers to take place, that, that revenue sharply dropped, I could see them, you know, saying, no, we can't do this anymore. 
Shout out to OBJ, man. But it's still, it's, this is still anti-consumer. I mean, I understand the, the financial aspect for Epic, but it's still anti-consumer, man. Reggie, what's your take on this? Oh, I definitely agree that it's anti-consumer, but I'm just, I just, I think that's where the thought process is coming from. I think we all agree that's anti-consumer, but I mean, you, you, they can't always act in our best interest. They, they do have to make money. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's about the bread. You know what I'm saying? It's a business. All right, so so you guys were, well, I guess we weren't alive when the whole Sony thing was popping off, but did you guys have that same energy for when Sony was like, nah, F that, or no? I think Sony's reasoning was 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 survival. They they didn't they didn't they didn't want that uh they didn't they didn't want to they don't want to integrate crossplay and and then have it so well if I can just play with my friends on on PlayStation then I can just get an Xbox. So a lot of people who have PlayStations a lot of gamers who get PlayStations only get PlayStations because all their friends got PlayStations. Yep. So if you elim- if you eliminate that because a lot of people they only play, you know, the two Ks, the Maddens, they only play multiplats, Battlefield, Call of Duties, um, you know, whatever, you know, Titanfall, like they only play third party games. So if they only play third party games, they're just gonna go where their friends are. If they're not if they don't care about first party IPs, they're just gonna go where their friends are. So if you if you open up crossplay, then I could just get the console that I like. And if I like Xbox. Then I'm gonna get an Xbox, and I'm gonna still play with my friends on PlayStation. So I think that's I a big think. part of it. That's right, that's gonna cause problems though in the long run. Like I said, because think about it. Say if uh you could play Mortal Kombat with all your friends on any console, certain consoles are gonna have that advantage. You know, each console's got different hardware inside, and you know what they're gonna do to make up for that. So no one has an advantage. They're gonna bring back console parity, and then when that happens, games are gonna be downgraded. So all systems are fair. That's gonna still piss off gamers. It's a lose lose situation with that. All right, fair enough, man. Well, Reggie, what's your take on this, man? Do you agree with the? It seems like everybody's kind of on the same page here. Any take or any counter arguments? I'm gonna put on my conspiracy hat, wrap on my tinfoil, put it <laughs> New York on, and let, let's just the like, tinfoil do rag, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's just look at surprise, surprise. Epic, the company that tried to garner all this goodwill by doing this uh, whole play stuff. They have the most hate. They have the most hate right now. This is Epic, who is trying to break the PC space by turning things into exclusives are we surprised that all of a sudden that crossplay is no longer a benefit to them because that's going that's to require right. them to start doing these cross plays across good their point. own good point dude that's, that's actually a good point we don't want this anymore because now that we figured out we can carve our own space now 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 it's not lucrative before that's what got us into the news that's what made us famous or not famous but that's what made people like us even more we're like Epic, they, they, it's Sony and the rest of the people's fault that we can't play Fortnite on all of our consoles. Surprise, surprise. Now that they start to realize, like, oh, you know what? Sony and Microsoft and them actually have a really good point. We don't want to share. We want people to stay on our environment and only stay on our environment. And now that they're carving out their environment, this is exactly what they're doing. That, 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 that's my conspiracy sort of rant. Like, they know exactly what they were doing. If I really dig, dig deep into it, I'd be willing to believe like this was planned from the jump. 
Mm. Always plan to release, the, you know, to start releasing their exclusive on the Epic Store. Um, but in order to really get their names out there, they put out the crossplay thing. They probably, you know, perhaps Apex was definitely a benefit to that. I just don't know if they thought it would do as well as it did. Um, yes. You know, I'm not I'm not surprised at Epic for doing this. Um, I, I think it, uh, there's a part of me that does agree. Like, at the, for the most part, is it's mostly just Fortnite, at least for the time being. And, for right, yeah, for right now. Yeah, and I, I just, I can't get myself worked up about Fortnite, mainly because, like, the Switch doesn't run Save the World. So I'm just like, well, there's no point in me playing this game anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I, I look for them to do more stuff like this in the future, I think. Uh, yeah, like- that, to just to segue real quick before I send it to Kofi, man. Real, uh, first, shout out to the to the chat again, man. We have 30 people watching live at the moment. Hit the like button and share this out, man. We're, we're about to get really into the to the beefy topics. Uh, but uh, MM2K just dropped a video on this, and he, he just said facts to you. You echoed your uh, sentiment here. So he said, hey, look, my video today covers this. Watch what you asked for. Epic buying these exclusives. Now they need to make up the money. Now they're mm-hmm. now they're taking away features. I told y'all. So basically, what he's saying, it's not just a PC space. They're gonna do it in a console space eventually. Yep. And this is kind of already starting to leak that way. What's your take on this, Kofi? Interesting. So that post, I mean, that conversation you just brought up kind of makes me kind of rescind what I was thinking because my thought was because of, um, because of um. Oh my goodness! What, what's the what's the game that they they they're riding on? Um, Fortnite because Fortnite right success. Now. I was thinking, okay, they got enough money that they can convince me in, in one and only way. So, like overall, I'm I'm down on this choice. But PlayStation does this right. So if I want to, if I if in some way I were to support Epic, I want them to take that money and invest in a game that returns something new to gamers. Right? I always talk about that. Now. To that point, I think they did do that. I don't know if somebody knows, but apparently they they started a contract with some new company that will be making games for them. I don't know. Somebody verify that for me. Maybe that's not true. But if they're ready to take that money and invest in something that they can uniquely bring to the table, like how Valve could bring back Half Life or how Valve could bring back Left for Dead, I would I would be like, all right, you know, they're they're bringing something unique. Um, I don't like them just out outright buying stuff right before you know they get launched or you know like Borderlands or whatever the game may be. Um, but to Reggie's point, this idea that this is a progression, right, where we're going to continually take as much as we can, it is a very good strategy. The one thing I don't like is Epic Store has been around for six months. You need good reputation, and right now yeah. most hardcore gamers are salty. So you need to take the hit. And look good, right? Like sell out. I mean, I don't want to say sell at a loss because it's kind of not the correct analogy. But you need to kind of take the hit while people like you, and then eventually you can kind of creep in. I think it's way too soon, way too soon to have bad rep. So. Right, right. I mean, I I can see why they're doing the whole, um, you know, the. I don't. I, what I really don't get is why people are mad. It's in one specific store. Like I, I can't even hate the devs for making that choice yeah. because a they're going to be licensing. Um, man. I, I, th- like, I think you're missing a point a little bit here, though. What, like, what I, like I, I get it. It's, it's, it's. I, I feel like I mean, them taking this L should be a good thing for them in the long run if they can learn from it. 
you know what I'm and, saying? Like, and and here's the 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 ten uh, well not even a tenfold hat um take on this but what if they take their uh practices from the pc realm to the to the console realm what oh. if because you know st- you know streaming is going to be a thing just like mm2k said in this video what if they didn't start making exclusive streaming content with third party instead of I buying metro on your ex that they, they have metro only on their streaming service Right, and that that would be garbage. But we, as the consumers, also control that. So as long as we keep giving them money, they can really do whatever the hell they want. And until we, as a col- collective group, start taking that away and punishing them for that, you know, so the they, po- they, they're pretty much gonna do what they want. So the point is, hey, uh, epic with that L, man. I know a lot of console guys are making fun of PC guys because, like, hey, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a platform. You buy it on that. Are we still gonna have the same things? Like, oh, we got to subscribe to a, a third-party subscription service? Like, yeah, nah, man. You gotta stop. You gotta stop remote. it now before. It, yeah, exactly. You gotta stop it now before that little um, small pebble turns into a fucking boulder, and that we can't stop it. You know what I mean? Then it's too late. So I don't. I ain't. I ain't fucking with epic to be honest with you. But, but, but anyway. see, see, that's the thing. If they if they do something like that, like it's I mean, it's not really hard for people to really turn their backs. Like outside of Fortnite, they don't got gears no more. Like, really, what the fuck are they doing besides their mm. so but, unless like they're gonna said, go, now party, you, can't, you can't you can't play any Unreal games unless it's on our streaming service. Like now that that that's going to kill their pockets. Nobody's gonna go for that. Hey, that's true, man. We'll, we'll see, man. They're finding ways to get money, and this, this is one of those ways, man, forcing you into one tunnel. And real quick, shout out to Sincere Quintana, man. What's going on, bro? And OBJ in the chat, man. DJ Singh. At 30 people, hit the like button, man, and share this out. We're about to get into the next topic. Now, you guys know, man. I don't know if you guys heard about it, man. Gears 5 leaked info. I'm about to drop that link into the chat as well. The Verge, man. What's your take on this? Do you believe this rumor about Gears 5 dropping in September? I do. I mean, here's the thing. I think it'd be better for them to drop in September. Besides, I mean, I know Borderlands is coming out around that time. Borderlands. Yeah, I was gonna say, Mom, I didn't mean to cut you up, but real quick on that, do you think they're dropping in September to be worried of Borderlands, or what's your take? I think Gears is gonna sell regardless. I really do. But September, I think it's just a better look because if you think about it, every year all the big hitters comes out around the fall. I will say I like the way Sony drops their games, where they drop their games. You know, it's like it's slow, it's dry, they get the sales. Microsoft, I think they need to change. Quit dropping everything in the fall or close to then because, like I said, it's just when the big hitters come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point, man. Right, like, Days Gone got a huge boost. I mean, they were exactly. number one in Japan again. Yeah, they were number nothing. one in Japan. Yeah, there's nothing else. What the heck? <laughs> Like we make fun of all these games, so crackdown sixty nine days gone. Got a what a seventy two? Is it seventy now? 72. But anyway, it's still seventy two. It's still selling well. It's just selling good. I mean, I, 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 sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off again. Kofi just mentioned it. Days Gone has sold more than God of War over there in Japan. Like, it's is crazy. it just a zombie exactly. thing or what? Like, that's that's I didn't expect that. Yeah, no, I, I didn't see that coming either. That's nuts. And so, so all right. So, 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 so you go ahead, I go do ahead. believe the rumors. I believe the rumors. I mean, I hope it's true. I mean, you got to uh, be honest with you. They're dodging Call of Duty and mm-hmm. yep. a shooter. Like, it makes total sense. You get a two month sales head start on that other bullshit. Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? Honestly, that's a good point. I don't. I don't know why. Uh, I guess. I guess Sony kind of changed their tactic on that, and it, it might have been. I don't know if Nintendo started that, where they're just doing it in months where you know it's notoriously slow. Like this time period, and then the summer is slow, and then early fall, like September and August, is usually a good time to drop 
you know, that's thing is when they dropped Spider Man in August, right? Or September? September. So, right. And they dropped God of War in the spring. Like, you know what I mean? Like they try to maximize all of that and then just repackage it again in in in, in the holiday period. And I think with Gears Five, it dropping in September is a thing. But you don't think the the, the fanfare of Borderlands is not a factor and, and that's fine. But let, let me see. Uh let me let's go let's go to Xbox guy, Brent Nubs. What's your take on this? Um, like like I said, it's a, it's a good look. Like they really need to drop that. The sooner the better. I mean, I feel like this from all the the studios to, or from that studio talking about it. Like I feel like this has the potential to be like you know what the Last of Us was for the you know for the PS3. You know what I'm saying like going out with a bang type type shit. Um, between that and Ori. So if they, if they can avoid, I mean, in, you have to think there's. The only competition they would have towards the end of the year is multiplats, unless you know Sony magically decides to drop Last of Us in October, which there's the, all the more reason to drop Gears Five in September because you're still a month ahead of that. You're not going to stop that once that drops. You're not going to stop those sales. It's going to sell. Period. There, there's no if ands or buts about that. It's going to sell, and it's going to sell very well. So in, right. any kind of advantage or heads, are the August is too soon. I think I think September is fine for that. Fair enough. And real quick, I got I, again for the audio listeners. The the what we're talking about is the Gears Five leak and the box art leak. We're gonna discuss as well. Um, I got it from Jack Jack of All and I think they got it from a was it a Japanese site or a Spanish site? I can't really tell here. Uh, I gotta look at it again. I, it doesn't really say where the where they got this information from. They basically saying it's leaked and it's gonna be September 10th is what the the date is. And there's a cover art with, with multiple people on it. Um, I don't like the cover art. Oh, what's your, what's your take on the cover art, Kofi? I don't know. I don't know if you've seen it, and I, I know you're a big Gears guy. And do you believe yeah. the rumors? So really quick, I want to make sure I have the Gears art right. It's like her. It's like the fem- main female kind of up higher, and then every there's like a big red. Uh, yeah. Okay. It looks hideous. It doesn't. Yeah, look I, too I, good. I don't. Yeah. I don't like how that looks. But then again, you also have the Queen model from Gears Five or from right. uh, Gears Three. Four. So I don't. I don't know. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Good um, news is typically the cover will change based on region maybe people i don't That's know true. maybe somebody else somewhere likes it but i'm just used to it because i import games so the cover is always different and people always complain this one or that one but this one you're right i i do not like it that much i think it has way too much as red just out there and you could use that to show something else that would draw people in but in general very excited for the game probably will get it eh, really close to launch on pc um you know this is finally an opportunity for me to go you know what xbox i'm i'm happy i like the coalition they're great i obviously like horizon 4 as well but i don't get to compliment them much so let let i i hope to god they succeed and then they could do whatever they want like a non-gears game y'all know my rant because you know they they truly want to do something else they didn't come to xbox to go make the same ip that came out 12 years ago yeah true all right, fair enough, man. Uh, Gar, what's your take on this? On Gears, man, I ain't got too much to say on Gears, to be honest. Back uh, <laughs> on Gears 3, man. So whatever they do with this, I just hope it's not the same old thing over and over. You said that it was going to go in a new direction. If it's going to go in a new direction, I-, I can get down with it. But I don't I don't know about the timing of the release because uh, I don't honestly believe that Last of Us 2 is going to come up this year you're gonna get the jump on them but you're it's still so close not a lot of people's gonna be like 
Mm, I'd rather get Gears than Last of Us if they got every console. Because Last of Us, honestly, not going to even lie in front, is PlayStation's biggest thing right now. That's that's their bread and butter besides God of War. So you're putting Gears 5 against Last of Us 2, and there was just more hype for Last of Us 2. So I don't even know if it's going to sell all that well, but I haven't seen hey, the cover. I think wait, it's going to sell Wait, hold on, hold on. Got an Xbox hater. Hey, no, hold on, hold on. You, you don't think it's going to sell well? Look at look at the last sales for the last year. This is I, didn't do it. It's a new year, bro. Have you seen we the trailer? Right it still, still sold millions. It sold millions. It sold millions, but it didn't sell as quick or as good as the previous one in the amount of time that it was out. Because this is the chain of story mode, man, and their story yeah. mode was not that good. I mean, Yo, it, uh, it explains it. Oh, Xbox quick, gamers, quick. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Real yeah, quick, I real play, quick. Honestly, I'm not even going front. I play for the story. I don't play that game for multiplayer. Exactly. But that's why it stays. That's the staying power. You, you hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold Real quick. Uh, for those on YouTube, I know, I know, either of you guys can't see. It. I have, I should be. The link should be screen or the. I have a screen share of what the logo looks like with the cover, where you see Kate in the front, and you know. I just don't like how that looks. So I don't know if you guys can see it, but that that's what it is. And real quick, Vagara, man, I don't know if you saw the trailer, man. They're, they're, they're heavy emphasis on story, and it's going to be Kate's story. And not even to mention that, they're going to be it's, – it's less corridor or more, a little bit more adventure, man. So like I said, it's a, they're taking it in a different route. So I would highly suggest you to try check out that trailer. I mean, I'm doing a thing on Coalition – next week so check out that trailer and uh you know you might be you might be uh convinced come to e3 man so we'll see i give anyway. it a chance but don't focus too much on the on the box art that was the other thing i was gonna say there yeah. have been games where the box art has changed in the last two months before shipping so i, I wouldn't worry too much about that especially if it's so much negative feedback it'll probably get changed Fair enough, man. I, shit, I think it, it could be it could be after the fact that uh, <laughs> we're talking so much shit about it. They're probably just gonna change <laughs> it anyway. So, anyway, uh, who else didn't go? Let's go. Uh, I think Reggie, did you go? I did not. All right, man. What's your take on this, man? Let me uh, put another hat of mine on. Uh, <laughs> the, the hater hat, trash. <laughs> did you just say trash? Red. <laughs> I didn't say it was trash. I don't really like Gears of War. Uh, trash. A whole borderland crushes it. Oh, my days. Listen, listen. We're about to. We're about to. Yeah. All right. Hold on. There's, there's another Reggie, bet. Aren't, another aren't you bet. Man? I'm not going Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Another bet, though. You're saying you're hoping Borderlands 3 will crush it. All right, so who, who's going to counter him? Who, who wants to bet Reggie? Because he's talking a lot of shit right now. No face? See, I would, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not the Xbox guy. I mean, we got Xbox Yo, No, don't, don't, don't be take your damn Xbox code. What do you mean? Hang on, you want to talk shit. Like, like I said, he can talk shit, then when he get proved wrong, that, man. I've never been a big fan of Borderlands. I'm going to take the... Uh, I'm gonna take the Gears of War doing. You think Borderlands is gonna outsell Gears Five, bro? I don't that's care. What he's saying. Yo, what I'm bro, saying, Borderlands ain't even gonna score like that. It's gonna be like an 82. Watch. All right, listen, listen, listen. Watch. We're doing a lot of talking, but but Reggie's putting out, putting, putting down the bed. Who? I don't care. I don't care for the game. Feral, Feral, Feral nubs. Who, who's gonna bet Reggie? And what's the bet? We're doing it live yeah, again. I bet you. Let's go. What, what? What's what's your term, sir? Zero clue what I'm putting up. 
Give me some time to think on it. Let's circle back. Let's circle right, back. We'll circle back, but I'll give suggestions, man. Game gifting? I'm just saying, yeah. man. Buy me my gears, bro. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> shout out to chat, man. Slow-mo backslap. What's going on? Dark Link 999. He's been trying to catch this live forever, man. Victor Alstein, Royal Boyle 78, Sincere Quintana, and uh, Dante Crisis. What's going on, bro? I, I need to hand out L's. <laughs> man, you missed the whole epic thing, man. You've been perfect for the show, but uh, we'll catch you on next time. Uh, Verge, man, you gonna you gonna let this blasphemy just slide? You hear what Reggie's saying? Yeah, yeah I heard it. But I gotta agree. Only reason, only reason. Oh, I'm gonna... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> only reason I'm gonna agree because it's a multiplayer. And the thing is, you, you know, you got all these haters, like Sony haters, and all that stuff like that. They gonna buy the game. They gonna buy it just to make sure Borderlands sell more than Xbox. But the thing is, like to be to be real with you, I just I just think only because it's a multiplat, like it'll it'll sell better. But you also have to think like Game Pass is going to be on PC this year. PC PC players are going to buy that on PC. Got it. I didn't know about that. I didn't yeah. know about that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, my God, my God, right. it's not that you know, close. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a step back. I'm gonna take a step back. <laughs> I'm gonna take Gears. That game looks fire from what we've seen exactly. so far. Exactly. We're looking at Borderlands, man. I, I'm not a big Borderlands. Shout out to uh, back. I don't even know. Like to be honest, big, neither am I. He's a big Borderlands guy, but Borderlands is like, yeah. I, I played uh, Borderlands one, dropped Borderlands two, and I just. I can't do it. I, I I didn't even beat Borderlands two, dude. I beat the listen, shit out of Borderlands. I mean, neither. I dropped I it. Let listen, listen. If you buy Borderlands three, you are a bully because the guy who created it, that, that dude is a bully, and yeah, uh, he should be. He's he should be they got all this bad PR, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bad PR might hurt him. You supporting? You supporting? The, you know what I mean? Bully. This is Me Too movement, and I mean, I you got it. You got to rock Gears five just because of that. Anyway, I'm I'm messing around, but who did not take? Uh, who didn't go? Farrell, you, uh, you had your take on this, right? No, no, you didn't. Farrell, what's your take on this, man? Man, I, I forgot the question. <laughs> I mean, I know we're talking about gears. Yeah, no, Reggie, hey. Reggie fucking threw a damn curveball talking about it's trash, but right. <laughs> the release date being leaked. Yeah, oh, and you agree with um, the box art. I mean, I, I do think that Xbox needs to vary its release dates. I mean, Max, yeah, if, sure. if you really like, if you really want your hardcore base that, you know, they say, damn, I got to buy all these games. Well, if you space them out throughout the years, it's more chance of your hardcore base buying more games instead of putting it all on them in a three month window to, hey, get all these games. Um, so I think I think it'll appeal more to the hardcore base. I don't really think it'll affect the casual base as much. Um, I think they just try to try to capitalize too much on the holiday season. So I think uh, I think varying the release would be uh a good strategy for them. All right, fair enough, man. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to refrain myself because a lot of slander going on about fucking Gears Five. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it would be both of the Nintendo guys. How dare you guys? It's the current season of Game of Thrones. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I'm not even gonna get that. That's, that's a Sunday fade topic. We'll, we'll talk about that, man. Next one. All right. So, uh, have you guys seen the new Ghost Recon? Um, what's it Break called? Breakpoint trailer or trailer. What's your take on that? Uh, let me go to Garo. Have you seen it? And what's your take on it? It looks good, man. But I haven't played enough of the previous one to really know what's going on. I know, uh, I know, everybody's scared of the Punisher in there, so we don't know what he's going to be doing. But eh, it looks just like the previous one. Honestly, I think it could have been DLC. If you want my honest opinion? Oh, really? Uh, it look. It looks more cinematic. It almost feels like they're going way more cinematic with it, and then they got the whole. 
uh, realistic wound system, covering yourself. Uh, it, it looks, I don't know, I, it looks it looks less actiony than the uh, the first Ghost uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands with the whole you know just straight up action and and, and more more focus well, on tactical. It wasn't straight up action. The the point of Wildlands and the fun of it is you could tackle those missions any way you wanted. You don't have to be all action. That's one thing that I did enjoy about it. But that still, bro, they put the predator in there. This could have been DLC too. Dang, dang, God, God was on a hating streak today. Like, dang. All right, all right. Uh, the verse. What's your take on this, man? I, I for one, excited. It looks dope to me. It's uh, different. You know, it looks dope. Like, I like the damage. I like how all that looks. But the only thing is, for me, is I've never beat a Ghost Recon game. They just do not hold my attention. Really? Oh, they man. don't hold my attention at all. I, I, I don't know what it is about them. I'm gonna get it though. I'm gonna get it though. It looks dope. I, I'm gonna give it a try, but. Previous ones, they just they don't hold my attention long enough. Not even this one. Not not even the more focus on the cinematic. Oh no, go ahead, man. You seem to you agree with this. Nah, I I ain't beat a Ghost Recon since um Future Soldier, man. Like I ain't gonna lie, that's the last time I beat too. Last time I beat any too. So, <laughs> so comparatively speaking, like Ghost Recon, because I've never really been into the series as a whole. Ghost Recon better or worse than the Far Cry series? Oh, better. Far for, better. for me, better. better. For me, better. Definitely. Better. But uh, a lot of people love Far Cry, man. What's going no, on in Vader Gaming? Yeah, I'm really interested. All right, all right. So, okay, who here likes the fucking trailer? Like, it seems like no one... I right. liked it. I like it. I like the trailer, but that doesn't mean I'm excited for the game. So, okay. All right, Kofi, man. You smack some sense to your fellow fellow brethren here, man. What do you like about it, and are, are you excited for the new take that they're going with the... Uh, was it Breaker? What the fuck is it called? Breakpoint? Is it Breakpoint? Break yeah, Breakpoint. Yeah, break I mean, I, to be honest, I also missed Wildlands. But grown, like since college, I've been a huge Ghost Recon fan. I actually do not like... um. What's the, the more closed, closed combat-based? Uh, Rainbow Six? Rainbow I do Six. not like Rainbow Six. I like the open fields over the mountains, but I did miss um, uh, Wildlands. So kind of giving me a chance to re-up and having like this story give us a strong narrative. You guys mm -hmm. know I love story, right? Because it's apparently one of the guys like betrayed i guess the main exactly. character exactly it's a ghost chasing a group of ghosts man that, that's dope as hell yeah i mean super biased but it looks great the co-op looks great i can drop and play with my friends really uh really quickly the um the campaign gameplay i saw it i mean it kind of felt like you know kind of uh, you know forced. not yeah a little bit forced it was like they it was right before they were driving in a i can't remember it was like they were driving in a vehicle and then like these like drones came down and they were yeah. shooting at it or something um some of it looked really good but i'm just like is this gameplay that's the ubisoft yo we don't yeah, know they they we don't know what's gonna be on the final disc because after after watchdogs yo i can't i can't trust it yeah watchdogs trailer oh i was like God. yo but like yeah. in general I'm, I'm i'm excited for it. i just i'm a ghost recon person that's like yeah, that's number one for me. Like even more than Splinter Cell, like Ghost Recon. That's it. Uh, you lost me at that. You can, you can definitely <laughs> throw yourself in the bushes. How dare you? Man. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna get the game, and hopefully, this is the one that's gonna catch my attention. Because I mean, it looks dope. Don't get me wrong, but you know, like I was saying, I've just never beaten one because they just failed to, you know, keep me in. Oh, this this might be for you, man. But we'll see, man. I, I Ubisoft is good, but I, I I get the same thing from you, man. Like I I don't know if I'm gonna go back to Division Two, even though it's a good game. It's just I, I'm just burnt out of open world games, man. Yeah, I didn't even get Division Two. Like I just I can't do it. 
All right, man. I guess we'll go on to the next topic. All you frauds are not liking it, even though it looks dope. Y'all <laughs> like, y'all like, y'all like, cinematic, y'all like so, cinematic story. This one actually has a dope story. Like, so, like come so, on. So I've, I've never played Ghost Recon, um, and I actually just I'm missing. I didn't get a chance to actually watch the new trailer. So this would, if if I actually pick this up, this is my first introduction to the Ghost Recon world to the series and anything about it. Um, so I'm willing to be sold on it. Like I just I have zero clue about it. I'm like completely fresh to this game. Oh, maybe with fresh eyes you might end up liking it, man. I, you know, Wildlands Wildlands multiplayer was the super underrated. I think it's one of the best multiplayer this gen, honestly, wow. because for me it's like it's mad realistic. And I, I like I like going through the different terrains, blending in with the camo, and doing these point point objectives like you know bomb defusal or uh, uh, what's it trying to rescue the uh, terrorists or not red terrorists be a, be a terrorist and kill kill the people or rescue them. You know that 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 shit is dope. It's just different, man. Um, and it's a good change of pace. But you definitely need a good you know good group of guys because uh, obviously you die super easy. And they have different like operatives, kind of like Siege has, but it's uh, unlike Siege, it's not confined to a building. You're doing you ha- you have a whole map. Hmm. So, yeah, true. I, I'm, I'm surprised there's no gibbing in this game, yo. Like it's 2019. I'm tired of playing with high tech weaponry and not being able to blow somebody's leg off. Like I'm over it. I, well, well, you, have you seen a trailer? Like I'm saying, you get shot in the leg, like you're wounded now. And now, oh, now that's you, fine. But if I hit somebody with a 50 cal, bro, whatever I hit, yeah, you're not there no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> shout out to sincere Quintana, man. He said that's my favorite multiplayer. He knows, man. But I need to get back into that. It was super dope, man. Super dope game. It, mad stressful when you when you're doing rank because you realize like you get shot, you're done. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's move on to the next topic because you guys are uh, being a Debbie Downers today, man. We're gonna, gonna spark <laughs> that shit up. Well, maybe, maybe, because uh, the next topic is Rage Two. <laughs> so Rage Two early. Uh, Review scores, man, and our thoughts. I'm gonna take this back to uh, Mr. Mr. Smiley here, Nubs, man. What's your take on this, man? Do you think the early review scores uh, is warranted, or do you think that the uh, reviewers are just on this uh, negative downscoring train? I don't even think it's a negative downscoring. I think it's at a 75 at the moment. Let me find it's that. It's a 75. Really? You are I didn't even know that the reviews were out, man. I'm behind. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's 76 at the moment. Yeah, I'm about to post it. It's a 75 on PlayStation. No. Okay. Now, what up? Oh, I'm tripping. All right, go ahead. What's your take? I mean, I, a bad game's a bad game. An average game is an average game. And this is, again... You haven't played it, though. Again, I, I understand that. I, I, I'm, and I'm probably not going to. After Fallout 76, I'm not really trusting Bethesda to do anything right right now until... Bethesda did, all right, Bethesda's the publisher. They didn't make this game. They, are, they are, but it's still coming out of them, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're still, they still got to stand behind it. Like, what, it's made by, like, Avalanche Studios or some shit. Um, all right. So, so, so when the next fucking um, Elder Scrolls games come out, I, I just automatically just mute your, mute your mic then, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, I don't you think Elder Scrolls is gonna be trash. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, I'm down hating. on Elder Scrolls, man. Oh my, hating man, Gagara, man. I mean, help, help you, you have out, a man. studio. You have a studio that made that makes open world games. Like Avalanche is known for making open world games. Like, I mean, they they, they also what what they make? Did they make Just Cause? I'm not sure. Maybe. Not, uh, I don't know. That's, that's, that's under Square Enix. Enix, Square, Enix yeah. is uh, publishing, but I forget the dev team. All right, so so you you're not with it at all. You think the review scores are warranted? Then I mean, I didn't like the first Rage either, and I'm I didn't buy that. And and actually, um, they did. Uh, Avalanche did make Just Cause. 
Oh well, damn. All and right, well. and, <laughs> Mad, and Mad Max. Well, hold on, hold on. So, Mad Max is I Mad Max was kind of decent, but it, exactly. <laughs> um, all, right, all right, so you're just being a hater, man. Nah, Let's get it's, it's, it's they they don't have a great track record right now, man. Because Just Cause Four was not good. All right, fair enough, man. Uh, it says. FC, but what was the cause for low reviews? Uh, so for what I'm reading, there's not that many reviews. Um, there's a couple. What, what I read is that it's a good game, but it's uh, I don't even know. I, I have to look at it again. Some some say it's buggy, right? Screen Rant says it's buggy and features by the numbers open world, um, but another one said there's no bugs at all, and that the and that that it's just dull, like and like the open world is dull for him. So it's like they they counter like they they counter each other. These reviews are not. And they they said it short too. Like they said, like after like eight hours, you're pretty much yeah. Rage one, it was short as well. Yeah, yeah, it it is a short game. So I don't know. Right now, it's a decent score. Like seventy seventy five is is a decent score. But Verge, man, what's what's your take on this, man? Are you getting Uh, into or you? Yeah, I'm gonna get the game. Actually, after this podcast, I'm probably just preload it. Um, I didn't I didn't really like Rage one. This one looks good. I just bought me a new QLED TV, so I want them colors to pop. Um. The thing about the reviews, I know it got a 76, which uh, that's that's good enough for me. Like, people, I don't like saying this. I don't like bringing up Crackdown. People don't like Crackdown. I know this is an <laughs> unpopular opinion. I love the game. I loved it. Wow. It just felt like a game, if that makes any sense. It yeah, wasn't I mean, like a like, cinematic movie. Oh, it wasn't none okay. of that. It just felt like a game. And I think this is what um, Rage 2 is going to be as well. So I'm that. getting it. Yeah, that's all right, so for, for instance, PlayStation Universe says Rage 2 has room to grow, but it's also a great game to pick up and play. Combat is versatile in all in all the right ways, and exploration is always rewarding. A few technical issues and a general sense of sameness keep it from pure excellence. But Rage 2 represents a good time. And he put it at 75. So I mean that's like a, I think that's pretty good. I mean I mean yeah, 75 isn't too bad. I think the shooting is probably good. Like I think the actual gameplay is good. It's just the rest of it probably is just rubbing people the wrong way for some reason. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, I think. I mean, but the reviewer is saying he's having a fun time. He put down a seventy-five. Uh, is is it? Uh, let me go. Let me go to uh, Kofi. Is it? Do you think that people when they see the seventy-five score is it something where it's like seventy-five automatically means bad or or what's your take on this? Or do you think it's fair? Uh, I think for me personally, seventy-five still could mean a, a purchase. I mean, mm-hmm. there are certain games I pick up and then I see the Metacritic score. For instance, yeah. um, Dead or Alive Six. I think it got like a seventy-three. Um, but this, yeah, this reaction to games getting a 75 and automatically be considered trash. I, I feel like I see it Name quite a Sony, bit. Sony fans. It's, it's your fault. I mean, I really like below and below got like what a 60 something, but it's, it's a good game. Like I, it's fun. I so, think the worst rated game that I most recently bought was last gen. It was probably SOCOM four 60 something. So, I mean, it, it it just comes down to preference. I I hope that seeing a review score like based on the community, like the user score, can tell you something. Is there is there something that's missing from that person? What they're saying in their is in their professional review, but you know sometimes you just got to try it. I feel yeah. like, like sometimes watching gameplay does not help. Like so, sometimes it irritates me when people go on Twitch and they'll watch other people play and they'll completely decide whether they, they'd be interested in, or, in it or not. For example, to me, Demon Souls or, or, or games like Demon Souls look boring. Like, yeah, yeah. But when you play them 
to me, it, it it's completely different. It's like night and day. Um, so I try to at least play a demo. That's I understand that, not giving money, but that that's actually a good take. Is like my yeah, right. Like Bloodborne is like this is boring. I'm like, but I'm trying to stay alive. You know what I mean? But you just uh, real, real quick, another reviewer reviewer here. I think this is. I don't know who this is. Uh, Gamer Heroes. Uh, one of the negatives he put down. Uh, it's a it's a first person shooter. Rage as a first person shooter, Rage Two gets everything right. However, the, combining the, the traditional, more limited genre of the FPS world with the sprawling open world, more at home in a modern RPG, does not to start to take its toll. So basically, it's getting uh, negative marks for it being a first person shooter in an open world game, and it's not similar to RPGs, which it's not supposed to be. So I'm not. I'm kind of confused by that. Uh. Uh, well, Reggie, you already been hating, man. You, you and Gar, y- y'all already got a like a pre-contract just to hate on everything on the show so far. So, what's your take on this? <laughs> I'm actually not going to hate on this one, man. Like, I uh-huh. think we discussed this uh, back with the Day Is Gone conversation. Like, what's wrong with an average game? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it, everything. Like, I think one of the earlier reviews mentioned, like it wasn't something like spectacular or amazing. It's like they can't all be. They just can't all be spectacular or amazing. Yeah, because you never you 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 wouldn't have enough money, yo. <laughs> I mean, like the people, these reviews or even us, like we grew up on games that weren't spectacular and amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, half the Sega and Nintendo back catalog from the old days were just meh. Facts. Even some mm-hmm. people's fan favorites, mm-hmm. like a couple of Sonic, mm-hmm. were just meh. Like mm-hmm. they were fun and we enjoyed them and all this other type of stuff. Like I understand when games fall fall under their own hype. That's what happened to Crackdown. That's what happened to Days Gone. But seventy-five is still a good score. Like it's right. almost, like, and that and that's the problem, right? Because it, it feels like it's coming full circle. It's like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The early reviews come out, so people say, you know, it's it's meh. So then people aren't going to buy them. It, it, exactly, <laughs> and and that's a danger in itself. Like because you get an early review, like man, oh well, I was looking for the game. I saw a seventy five. I was like, ah, I don't know. But seventy five means it's a good game with some flaws. Like I, I don't see that. Right. See and that then movie. companies go, well, oh, we didn't make the money we thought we would make on this, so we're not going to make stuff like this anymore. Or we're going to yeah. down these studios that we don't exactly. want. Exactly, and, and, and like, that definitely segues to the next topic. We'll we'll continue on though. Yeah, and like, so I just like like let. Like, it's probably just perfectly okay, right? Like, there's just nothing wrong. If it, particularly if it doesn't have any real game-breaking bugs, then it's just it's just a game. Like, I can't be upset with it. It's like, beats. I, I have Beat Saber for the VR. Like, it's a good game. But if we're gonna if we're gonna put it in the space of rhythm games, it's just okay. It's no guitar hero or anything like that. But it's fun. You pop it out once in a while. You do you know play and then put it back yeah. away. Yeah, it's definitely not frequency, you know. Like it's it's exactly. not that. Yeah, like there are games that there are the rhythm games that crushed it or that like take the whole genre forward, like DDR and stuff like that. Uh, but it's it's just fine. It's just fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it being just fine. I can give it was bad. Uh, you know, I I I like to say I don't own any particularly bad games, but I do own Destiny. Uh, <laughs> I can understand why that, that that might be changed, and I, you know, I, I still have a soft spot for Destiny. Um, but even like through moments of that game, it was just okay. Like the, the story, like in Destiny, the story was trash, the loot was trash, but like gunplay was fun, and that carried me through at least for a while. So, like, I, I bet some people are gonna have a good time with Rage, 
Um, and I hope that, uh, you know, it does not dissuade the studio, was it, you said Avalanche, to stay in, I guess, to stay in that world. They seem to really thrive in this post-apocalyptic space. Um, yeah. So maybe try more of that uh, or switch it up completely. I don't know. But like, I hope it doesn't make them shudder and go away. All right, man. Who who else hasn't have a t- or want to want to take on this? Uh, Pharaoh, did you did you say your piece on this, or do you care? Uh, who is gonna get rage to? Basically, I'm not getting rage to. But I'm not, I'm not uh, that. to to your uh, to your question, I don't think the reviewers are are being harsh. I think they're just. I think they are being fair because I mean these companies are more and more releasing buggy games at launch you can't release something buggy and expect to get an 80 you know true days gone so i think i think that's what it's coming down to i think i think if these games would get much higher ratings if there was just a complete game at launch mm. complete and not buggy yeah 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 i mean bu- bugs will heavily down i mean I, I, I think if it's a 7.5 it could easily be anywhere between a 7.8 and an 8 without bugs yeah that's good. That's a good point, man. Because you're just enjoying the game. You're not even thinking about, you know, things that are going wrong with it. True. I thought those days gone bugs are pretty funny. Those wolves that come out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> and like torpedo into you. You're like, man, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, the almighty Spartan guys, you are you are smoking some type of hot, uh some 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 I don't even know how to pronounce. It says days gone is better than Red Dead Redemption. You wow. oh. Throw yourself wow. in the I'm just, I'm just saying. That is a bold move, Cotton. I'm just being real. Nah, negative. Right, yeah, Dante Christ. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm look that up real quick. All right, so let's see here. Who the Verge? Have you have you had your take on this or no? Yeah, I did. Yep. All right. I went first. Okay, let's see here. Kofi, Kofi and Gar. I think y'all were the last two. Uh, you yeah, I'll go last. You don't care, <laughs> <laughs> Kofi man. What's up? Uh, I, 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 I'll be honest. I was pretty up on it. I was like, yeah, um, I really like how Rage 2 looked. Um, to me, it always, this might sound weird, but I remember after playing Borderlands 1 and being disappointed, when I saw Rage, I kind of thought, wow, I kind of like, um, I like the visual style that Rage goes yeah. with a lot more. Yeah, I like, I like, yeah, I like um, the visual. It looks better in Borderlands, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And then the... Original or the trailer I saw maybe uh, I don't know a couple months ago for Rage Two looked awesome. You were like running at people, kind of had like a attack animation that reminded me of Doom, like 2016 Doom. You'd run up on somebody and melee them. So I was pretty excited seeing it for 70 at a 75 does make me double think, especially with the games I've already got on deck. Mm. Um, so I want to try it. I think I just I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of uh, in a holding pattern just because Days Gone is taking up my time right now. Yeah, cold yeah, I'm the same way. But even Days Gone got a 72, but you liked it, man. So I don't don't let these That's issues the point. sway you, bro. Yeah. Don't let it sway you. <laughs> you right about like that. I'm saying, I like Crackdown, and it got a what 69. You ain't you ain't the only one, man. Brandon Nubs or uh, Nubs here likes Crackdown too. You almost changed his avatar. <laughs> oh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> now, I, I mean, the only thing that pissed me off about it was, like I said, I got all the achievements for the multiplayer in like four hours. I was mad. Yeah, you you're probably the only one in that group. Anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna distract. I'm gonna, we're gonna keep it, keep it moving. The single player was all right. A little a lot more polished, and it would have been a better game. But uh, let's get uh, let's get on to the uh, the last topic, man. Uh, I've been saving this one. 
And it's close to E3, so I guess it'd be a perfect time. IPs, man. Intellectual properties. The uh, the importance of nurturing said properties. Uh, I'm going to go straight to Kofi because you're a big, big advocator of IPs, man. What's your take on this? And wh- why is it important to to nurture them? And when and when do you think you should stop? You know what I mean? Like, I guess it's like a fine line to me. But anyway, I'll take my, I'll give you my take. But Kofi, what's your take on nurturing of IPs and why? Let's see. For example, Microsoft doesn't seem to have that uh, or seem to do it. I think I'm almost there, but I'm trying to prepare the perfect formula for how a generation should go for a group of developers under a certain umbrella. Let's say Xbox, Nintendo or PlayStation. I think. Oh, give, give an example for each. Go ahead. Okay, so let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the PlayStation Four generation as a whole. A lot of the success in the beginning, or at least what we knew, what what was from a now, what was what, <laughs> sorry, what was announced was known IPs from the prior generation, right? We we're really excited for Uncharted. We got um, uh, Infamous, and we got Killzone, and we knew Little Big Planet was coming out on PS4. So it, it was a lot of that energy coming from the prior gen but what's what's so important is once like four or five years pass after the release of that original new ip's invention you got to see if that development studio wants to do something else you got to sit like the, the the parent company has to sit down and go look y'all been doing this for half of a decade i know you care about something right like how guerrilla games is like yo we want to make an open world game and we want to you know dig deep and shoot that does suck it was like seven years and Giving that, not only does that new IP bring freshness, kind of like even seeing Days Gone success despite those reviews, it allows gamers to miss and generate nostalgia for those games that are gone. So for example, you guys know me from the Xbox gen, the original Xbox gen, I love Crimson Skies. Crimson Skies has been missed for a long time now. If they had brought it back for Xbox One, I think it would have really boosted that energy because now you've got like this one-two pattern going, kind of like you know, between um, uh, Last of Us and Uncharted. Now, I'm glad Uncharted is is done after Lost Legacy. I'm still playing Lost Legacy, and I really enjoy it. But I, I need that that to go away. I need after Last of Us. I think that should really go. I mean, it depends on the story, but I think that should go away, and you can reinvigorate once again. One of the best things that PlayStation has done is from gen to gen. Typically, their in-house devs change IPs per gen. They're really the mm. big, like for Naughty Dog, right? They started with Ratchet and Clank or Insomniac. They're not first party, second party. They started with uh, Ratchet. Did I say Ratchet? I meant Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter yeah. for Naughty Dog and Ratchet and Clank for Insomniac Games. And then they both just jumped away from that. Or look at the um, the Sly Cooper series from from Sucker Punch. So it, it's like it, you get to see this evolution, uh, you know, stage to stage. And like that type of pattern, I don't think Xbox has done in a long time. I mean, now wow. I'm just right. thinking about so much, but like that, like that specific pattern, you want to generate nostalgia by finally letting that game go away. If if um, Assassin's Creed took a break, and then all of a sudden it came back and it looked so much better, had a new engine, gave gave people an opportunity to, to feel that fresh breath, I think Assassin's Creed could be huge. They but, did take a break, though. It just wasn't long enough. Yeah, they did, right. they, they did it so for like Origins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was, Origins was good, though. Actually, I, I people enjoyed. liked Origins, and people liked Odyssey. I, I know Odyssey was smiled uh, upon, I would say, generally. I think Origins I like, is better, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, I didn't play either, so I won't. won't uh, Odyssey it, but. looks better, but I think Origins is a better game. Oh, I see that uh, Almighty Spartan God mentioned something like Jet Set Radio Future, which you know we were talking about last week. Yep. That's another huge one. You could just say, hey, this game that you loved from 10 years ago, just bring that one back. And then eventually 
this cycle will 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 trap you <laughs> with, with all right so so i mean i'm, I'm a little a little confused because you mentioned bringing back crimson skies but mm-hmm. then you also mentioned about having devs do new things it's, and then a, and that's why the formula isn't perfect like i haven't <laughs> and then sony's best gen best game this generation was god of war you know they just renamed it and rebranded it's the same you know what i mean like you so you need a good balance of new ips and nostalgia I think that's how you do it perfect. So you're going to need a God of War. You're going to need to bring a Last of Us 2. But then you're going to need something like Detroit that kind of steps in a new space. I see, I I mean, see, I see where you're going. Okay. And nah, then you I'm... can look at almost, uh, you know, it's, it, sometimes it doesn't calculate perfectly, but you can look at any particular year and you go, there are the risks. There's the nostalgia. Mm, good I point. I can pick and choose. All right, good point. Let's, let's see what the other panel members go and then we'll just go back and forth from there. The Verge, man, our guest. What do you, what's your take on this? Do you know, you think- I, couldn't, I couldn't even say it better myself. Like, I agree 100% with them. Like, we need our, you know, some of these old IPs to come back. We need new IPs. The same thing, it's like, when I'm thinking about it, I don't think we're going to get any more bad games from Microsoft. I like to think of this as like a rebuilding, a rebuilding generation. I think next generation, they're going to come out swinging. I mean, if if they're not lying about, hey, we're not going to tell these developers what to do, yada, 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 yada. I think the future looks promising. The future looks very promising. As long as you have the new IPs, bring old IPs back, and just keep it moving. So you're saying a combination of two is is the perfect formula for you? Exactly. I agree 100% with Kofi. All right, man. Nostalgia. Go ahead. No, sorry. New IPs. All right, man. Real quick, Dante Christ says the flaw with the argument is that though you get nostalgia, it won't mean shit if you you get uh, genre fatigue. Well, look at Nintendo. All their games, well, let's say the Mario games. Platformers? Oh, exactly. People go back to them. Me, myself. That's the reason why I got a Nintendo. I'm like, oh, it's the same Mario game, but I just want to keep on playing that. You know what I mean? Even Mario Kart or whatnot. I just think you need just a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, a real Dante quick, brings just, up a good point. Yeah, I was I was looking at that. Dante says, yeah. so if Assassin's Creed fucked off and came back in four to five years, it won't mean shit because all of Ubisoft games are open world with the same shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's Which is true. And then DL Multi Spartan guy says, John Fatigue is killer. Look what happened with the racing genre. I agree to an extent. I feel like Forza Horizon kind of helped inject some life. But then again, uh, it, it needs a break as well as, as everything. Just yeah. a bring something else new because doing it yearly like that or every bi-yearly or every two years is still not enough time for us to get new things in the game but let me let me go uh let me go to let me go to nubs man do you do you agree disagree with uh kofi and verge you, you thinking you know ips and the importance of it and do you think that I, I guess you could talk about xbox or playstation do you think ips like uh see quantum break or or things I, like I, that I, do, do need to be nurtured or do you think that's an xbox problem no, in some cases they do. Like I feel like um we should have already gotten a sequel for um Sunset Overdrive. Um Facts. The, premise of, the premise of that game very it, and it's fun to play. Like I like the little the little campiness of it and like you know all the all the fourth wall breaking that it does there and you know kind of not taking itself too seriously. It was it was just a, a, a fun little ride to have there. Can it, I pick it back on that really quick, Brandon? In theory, if Microsoft had contract like had a continual contract with Insomniac to get a sequel to Sunset Overdrive, we have may have not seen Spider-Man. Possibly. And that changes the dynamic of how 
the flow mm-hmm. of IPs would have came out during the generation. Yeah. It's a I great think that was hit a against Sony from a, a you know strategic. Standpoint. I think I, th- I think Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft was already kind of down that this gen anyway. I think they should have been like, hey, like this kind of has a cult following. We kind of need to stand behind that there. Like I'd rather them nurture things like that that have you know dedicated followings to it. Not not all their games do, but you look at Ori. Like okay, critics liked it. But look at the sales for it. Like it didn't, it didn't sell gangbusters. But it has a following because it's a good game. And obviously, you know that that's getting a sequel there. Like I feel like they need to take that tactic with with other series as well. And then you have stuff like Recore, which had a bunch of potential, but they yep. didn't, they didn't do and, anything. And and, and 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 that's where I have to interject real quick. You're you're saying so? For instance, Ori One, you said didn't sell well. It sold an, it sold enough to get a sequel. Yeah, I think what Xbox has is that if you sell well enough, you might get a sequel. But it also wasn't a full price game, so the the the, the risk involved true. Story, more people are going to be apt to buy it because it's cheaper than a sixty dollars game. And it's going to be on Game Pass next time, and it's, I think more people are going to buy it. It's a beautiful game. But I'm, what what I'm saying is like look at uh, I guess a perfect example with this would be uh, who got us who got a sequel? Oh, State of Decay. You know what I'm saying? Like it went from yeah. an arcade game into uh less than arcade game it, you know it's more more i guess double a at that point they mm-hmm. got a sequel so because it, it, it had a cult following like pe- people that liked it was down with it <laughs> you know like so um so um, you're saying sunset didn't get a cult following like i mean it didn't I, it, it didn't it, sell well i think that was the it, most important factor yeah. was they didn't sell well yeah i mean the, the people that like sunset like sunset True. You know what I'm saying it. It's just it's just State of Decay actually sold pretty damn well on the 360 to warrant it. It did. Not only a remaster to make more money to fund said sequel, then it also got a sequel. Yeah, yeah. That that, that's a good point, man. And I I like your take on um Recore it being it having potential. That's where the risk factor comes in for Kofi. Like one other thing. Yeah, one other thing I just want to throw out there. Sony's pretty good with second party support. Like not only Quantic Dream or Insomniac, but on the Japan side. Look at like uh, Nino Kuni back on the PS. Mm -hmm. Two era, they did Dark Cloud, they did uh, Rogue Galaxy, and then they came back with Nino Kuni on the, or you know, they invented a new IP, well, not new IP, but you know, uh, first time it was a game uh, mm-hmm. on PS3. So like those second party partnerships are really good. And, and now let's look back at the OG Xbox. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but Crimson Skies and Mech Assault were second party games. They were never yep. first yep. party. For yep. some reason, Microsoft doesn't want to work with those second party studios very closely, at least historically. It's interesting. I think uh, we'll see that change, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Let's let's take it to let's let's, let's see Garo. What's, what's your take on this, man? I agree for the most part, except for the bringing back of old classics and nostalgia. While sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Uh, if games aren't brought back the right way, for for me, you know, last time there was a big topic of uh, medieval. You know, we had that conversation, and it was hot. <laughs> <high trail. laughs> I mean, in the, in our group, yeah. I think it was good. I I like Medieval, but see, since you guys didn't, it was just a waste of time and shouldn't have done it and all that. So bringing back old games, it's it's a hit or miss kind of thing. You're going to get the people who love the series and like, yes, I love it. I'm going to buy it instantly. And you got people that's like, they could have done something way better, took their money and put it to something way more focused, bring back a totally different game. So it, it's a hit or miss, but I think it's right with you need a little bit of old, you need a little bit of new, and you need a, a wide genre to be able to pick from. So I, I agree with most of it, man. 
All right, man. Uh, let me take this to Pharaoh, man. What, what's your take on this about nurturing IPs and, and the importance of it, man? And do you think Microsoft has a problem with that? Or I, I don't, I, Nintendo doesn't have a problem. They, they all, they're, they're known for their IPs. And Sony didn't have a problem this gen. We're just really, it's just catered to Microsoft in, in that sense. What's your take on this, Pharaoh? Uh, I think uh, I think Microsoft has had an issue in the past, but I think mm-hmm. I think the the division has changed. I think um, yeah. I think those old IPs, you know, whether it be Halo, whether it be a Final Fantasy VII, whether it be a God of War, I feel like those old IPs. I feel like they bring value to um, to not just uh, consoles, but but studios, because I mean, nothing, nothing saves a struggling studio like you know bringing back a classic that everyone loves. Um, like I know, for instance, when Final Fantasy VII drops, regardless of what we may say about it being episodic, it's gonna sell. Like yeah, packs go crazy for it. You know, people saw God of War, and before the motherfucker even fought anybody, they were going crazy at E3. You know, just it just nostalgia. The moment that you saw Kratos, you were like, "Up, oh, you got my sixty bucks." So, um, I think I think there's value in having old IPs for for companies and that. But I also think it's great for us, the fan. Like every now and then, you know, who wouldn't want to see like something like a uh, a Jade Empire come back? There's there's so many people. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, man, you know, I would love that. You or, have no uh, idea. For me, uh, a game that I never got to play that I always wanted to play, a game like Vagrant Story, that comes back. So you look at a game like, you know, y'all just talking about Ori the Blind Forest. If Ori the Blind Forest disappears for five years and it comes back, that game still, even though people who didn't play it, there's going to be a certain nostalgia to it. Be like, oh, that game was so beautiful. Now look at it now. I definitely got to play it now. So even people that, that never played the games, that saw the games and it piqued their interest, Later on, when it when it comes back out, they're like, "Oh man, that game always looked amazing. I'm gonna play it now." So I think there's always that that little bit of edge when you release something, you know, an old IP. But that but your lifeblood is always gonna be in making new IPs. But but it's nothing yeah. wrong with having a strong building up a strong library of old ones that you can lean on and bring back to keep us happy. All right, let me let me shout out the chat real quick, man. The chat, the chats are actually getting really involved in this topic before I send it to Reggie. Um, it says here, Dude, the Marty Spartan guy, Ratchet and Clank coming back was a brilliant idea. So that's like you know, kudos to you for that. Victor Alstein, Alstein said, Advent Rising would be a perfect for a reboot. I could be. I mean, it's a sci-fi. We need more of those. The Omari Spartan guy said he's asking me to say boy one time. Um, and then uh, he said Jade Empire is never coming back. Uh, who, Bioware did that, right? Yes. Yep, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not coming back. That's never. That's never coming back, bro. And then the indie gamer man, this is this is shout out to Kofi. Bring back Dead Space. So yeah, mm. I don't know. Uh, so so Reggie, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it to you, but I'm gonna pose yeah. a pose pose a point. All right. So everyone's talking about bringing back, you know, having nostalgia. Uh, nostalgic games and mixed with new IPs. What about the games that have potential? I don't think anyone really touched upon this, like Record. Record didn't sell well. It was buggy as crap. But then they, the, they fixed it, but it just wasn't right. But but great. right. But I'm saying there's a potential for a sequel, and I think I don't know if Nintendo does it too well because I'm not too familiar with Nintendo. But I know Sony. They did it with Knack. They they brought back Knack too, and 
And then, you know, games like that, they just and they're going to have a feeling they're going to bring back um, Days Gone with Days Gone too. You know what I mean? Like, even though it scored a 72, I mean, it seems like it's selling well. So right. I guess my take to you, Reggie, is what about those IPs where you feel like it might not be a critical success at first, but work, put more time in and more effort and then ha- it g- garner a fan base so that the second one could be more successful, i.e. Uh, the Uncharted series with the second one being the best game? I, I completely agree with that sentiment. I really think that just because it's not commercially successful, um, that you can't take another shot at this. Um, I keep beating this dead horse, and I will until like the day they do another one. Um, but Dante's Inferno. It was a carbon copy uh, God of War game, but it had moments. It had merits. Visually, visceral. And, you know, that was a game that deserved another shot. Sunset Overdrive deserves another shot. It scored a fucking 80. Like, like it, honestly, yeah. it was fine. It just didn't fucking sell. Like, you had something there, and you still do. Um, I, blame, they, I blame the marketing, too. That, that's they another own, topic they for another like, exactly, They didn't market that shit at all. That's what I'm saying. The market yeah, they're horrible with that. Uh, Xbox I'm, I'm, games, can I ask you a quick question about yeah, Remedy? So, you know that... Quantum Break was an exclusive, but their new game Control is multi-platform. If mm-hmm. they were to go back to exclusivity on Xbox, would you want them to revive Alan Wake or do something new? What What would you guys want? I am an Alan Wake guy. Like bring back that. Yeah, Quantum Break. I'm sorry, Quantum Break was boring, <laughs> man. It was Quantum Sleep for me, man. So bring back Alan Wake. Interesting. What's your What's y'all take? Uh, I'll say bring Carol. them both. Uh, nah, man. Move on from that. We we are getting Quantum Break too. It's called Control. So. Pretty much. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No time powers and bullshit going on. Just- oh, here's a here's a good question from the chat because we're talking about revival of sequels. Uh, Dr. Mari Sparring guy says, uh, "Ask the panel if you like if you think they should bring back the Order or do you think it deserves a sequel with a longer story and multiplayer." Absolutely. Speak on it, there, Kofi. <laughs> I love that Ready at Dawn was given an opportunity to be passionate about something. That's what I'm seeing in these stories, just like Days Gone. They sit down, they go, look, man, um, I almost said Nintendo, what the heck is wrong with me? Look, Sony, <laughs> we want to do this. And Sony's like, look, man, there is risk, right? We do close studios. We do close Zipper Interactive or Lightbox Entertainment. Um, but do what you want to do. So give us another Order 1886 or 1887, right? Um I just, I just thought that the narrative in that in that story was, you know, predictable. But at the same time, they were, they were, they were pushing for something that they loved, and you know, you're going to see the heart of that game. So that's that's what I like. I really, really like that game, man. Uh, I really can, talk about that game. I really like that game. Though, please. What'd you say? I said, can I just? I wouldn't mind another uh, 1886, but one major request. Please make it longer four hours because that shit was trash. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually Uh, was a fan of the game uh, just as a whole, even if it made it longer. Thing, I haven't haven't played it yet. Anyway, Reggie, finish your point. My bad. uh, So, I mean, it still comes back to that. Like a game like The Order probably deserved a second shot. I think we all agree that Sunset Overdrive did. Um, me personally, I think Dalton's Inferno deserves another one. But like, uh, let's uh, say, boo, move on. Anyway, go ahead. Like, um, which did really well, but I can. It was. I think it was a bit of a risk. Um, until Dawn. From uh, oh, yeah, I got. I got to, yep, I got to finish that game. Super massive, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, 
really a risky game. Nothing really out there like it. Um, and nothing that's really come from it since then. Uh, and it, it managed to do very well because it, it did what it did very well. You know, for those who don't know, it's an interactive horror game. Um, and there's nothing really been like that that's been seen. So think Detroit, but different. Yeah. Very slasher team, you know, a bunch of teens in the woods. Yeah, no old matter, school slasher movie. Yeah, get killed. And it's your job to either save them all and discover the mystery, so forth and so on. That game easily could have been like below average. Um, but I would have taken what they would have tried to do and say, give them another shot. They can do this. Like, just just let them tighten some things up and focus on some stuff. Full Honor is another one where it just yeah. went away. And it eventually it built up to be a bit better. But like, they could have just walked away from that game. Yeah, it was uh, a fucking true. train wreck in the beginning. It, it was a train wreck. And so, and I hate to like, because, you know, I, I am about to point, like, give me a good game from the very beginning for those types of games. Uh, but th- even the multiplayer aspect of For Honor, if you took that away, there's a nice game in the story mode that they have. And like, just work on that. They deserve to at least get another shot at it um, where you can, where they can do better. If games like Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, um, then what was the last one with the bird dog? Uh, the last guardian, the last bird, bird dog, yeah. bird, bird dog. Those three games, like they were supported, and none of them really probably deserved to get as much support as they did. Um, despite how much they were liked, but they kept supporting them so that we can't companies can't just keep throwing away games that aren't financially successful. Um, yep. If there's one thing they can learn from like the movie industry here is like if you if a movie goes if not financially successful in theaters that does not mean it still can't sell a bunch on the back end. Yeah, like you know, yeah, uh, what's the movie with Christian Bale um, in Gunpowder? Uh, not Equalizer. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I bet it's, <clears throat> it was trash, right? But like years later, it became. A cult sensation. Kevin Smith built his entire career off of it, right? Like all these movies are cult movies because they don't do well in the cinemas, but people continuously buy them. And for some of them, he supports them. But it's the same thing in video games. Just because it doesn't outright fly off the shelves does not mean it's not going to grow into a beloved property that people are going to want. And if you can see that, then support them again and let them get another shot at trying to get it right this time. Exactly. Like I be like uh Scott Pilgrim versus the world. What didn't do great in theaters, but I bought that shit twice on DVD. Right. And like, like that that type of stuff. I mean, and he managed to come out with a video game, right? Like which was pretty the game was dope. Yeah, it was a decent <laughs> game. Oh. You know, there's always gonna be the games that just score high and above. And I think studios really need to understand that not all of them can do it. Uh you know, Kofi made a good point sometimes. You, you got to have your bread and butters, your money makers, your Uncharted, your Gears, your Halos. They're just going to make you your money. But that money should be funneled into other projects. Microsoft is sitting right now in a little gold mine. Right. I think personally, yep. it's rare. Just rare alone, the things that they could do with that company um, to support either dead IPs, create new ones. You know, if, if this rumor is true and they're bringing back another Dino Crisis, that's huge, particularly if it's any good. Mm. No one even thinks about Dino Crisis when we yeah, talk about shooters. 
Um, and, you know, not really, might be a bit of genre fatigue from FPS, but we don't really deal with dinosaurs too much anymore. Right now, Torak, man, bring back Torak, Nintendo. Yeah, or, you know, we got the Jurassic Park games. Nice. It was totally different, but, you know, Gooey, <sighs> which probably won't show up, but um, Perfect Dark, uh, we got a lot of games that can exist and live. And what really frustrates me is that they only seem to do it for always online games. Yeah, because it's safer, man. It's safer money-wise. As an anthem, CFDs, a destiny, a division will last forever and, and be bad right up until they release the second one and now all of a sudden it's good. You just pour all the money into it. But a game like Sunset Overdrive that was good just gets dropped. Yeah, that's 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 the crazy world of, of video games, man. Like the, the the companies making new IPs is extremely risky because there's no fan base. You know what I mean? There's no fanfare for it, no matter what console it's on. One so, last thing I want to throw out there: you want to attack the droughts. I'm gonna make some form. I swear. So no JRPGs have come out on Xbox's first party for a well, third party, I guess I'll say for a long time, right? Yep. So if you put all your energy and focus into, let's say, a Mistwalker new IP, that is very exciting. You're going to stimulate the base, especially if it's something close to a launch title, maybe within, the, I don't know, the first six months. So that's what Xbox needs to do. Attack the droughts. Where have genres been missing that are, are really good? Luckily, they have a, you know, a first party fighting game, which is you know not common except for Smash. Right. Um, so they're, they're they're thinking the right thing. They just need yeah. to invest like more. Their, their studio acquisitions kind of point to that. True. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 Unless Xbox, you have shooters and you have racers. That's yeah. it. And now we have studios that make other shit too. Like I said, <laughs> I think this is like we're not going to get any more bad games. This is like just a rebuilding phase. Next gen, I think they're going to come with the fire. Like I'm, I'm gonna stand by that. Okay, I mean we're gonna we're gonna hold you to it, Burge. And I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree to stand. I mean, any anytime you make a new IP, there's always gonna be risks. Um, even even shout out to Rare, man. Uh, I guess we didn't really touch upon it. We don't really have much time. We might have to do it next week. Um, their anniversary uh update, man. They stuck with it. The game was trashed by a lot of people. It was empty, and uh, look at it now, man. It's a full game. I didn't I didn't get a chance to play it, so that's probably why I didn't put it on the list. But uh, I, actually, real quick, anyone anyone played the new update? Uh, Nubs, I know you're. I know you're a CTS guy. Yeah, I am, dude. Th that new fucking update is so. It's so good. This, this yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. Like, see, see, that's that's the point. No they're, ba they're backing. They're backing the. Uh, they're backing the new IP with Rare makes. Rare, I mean, drop the video on Rare, by the way. Y'all should definitely check it out. Quick plug. But um, I, I'm just saying, like, it, it's the it's it's. It it's it's so much better now like there's it, like even people that are new to it like there's something fun for you to do like that just introducing that whole story aspect and actually trying to flesh out like like all the islands essentially all you were doing is killing skeletons digging up treasure yep. but actually yep. putting like puzzles and like shit to do on the island and actually putting lore behind it like finally you know yeah, like i heard it's good man i heard the story is really good but exactly like but shit i, I like where they're going and that's the point of making, man. Rare back themselves. I mean, because this is what they wanted to make, you know, and and it, it's coming to fruition, man. And uh, kudos to them, man. We'll we'll talk more about that next week, I guess, when I when I play it. But let's get into verses. It's time. Last week, man, we had our losers, Kofi and Nubs, man. I'll let you guys take it off here, man. It's 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 your versus topic, so go ahead with it. You want to take it, Brandon? You got it. 
Today's versus topic is The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask versus The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Which one was the better? Ooh, Nintendo nerds. I, I already see I already see Gara's like head throbbing right now, man. <laughs> let's uh let's, <laughs> let's let's go let's go let's go let's go to the winners of last week, man. Let me Pharaoh, what's your take on this? Who you who you taking? Which one's the better game? I'm gonna go Ocarina of Time. Uh, I didn't really care for Majora's Mask too much, um, but Ocarina of Time was just—they did everything right in that game. I loved it. Ocarina of Time over Majora's Mask. Okay, all right. Let's go, uh, Reggie. You won last week. What's your take on this, Mister Nintendo? Don't lose another Nintendo topic. This was actually pretty tough for me because I like really <laughs> enjoyed both of those games. Um, probably two of my favorite Zeldas uh, right up until Breath of the Wild came out. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Uh, I hate to do this, uh, but I got to put on another hat, my reviewer hat. <laughs> <laughs> and when I look at the two games, what they you, offered and what they were doing. You know which one's better. Come on. <laughs> I have to go with Ocarina of Time. What? The reason why is because while, first of all, Majora's Mask felt like a completely different game. Uh, yep. Clearly set in the world of Ocarina of Time. Yeah, a better one. Like they legitimately just handed it over to a whole bunch of people and was like, here you go. Make something with these assets. Uh, which, by the way, are kind of all recycled. So, you know, the, the, like Dompe and certain characters who is basically just Mario and Luigi, um, they're completely different characters in Majora's Mask, even though they're the same actual assets. Or the, the witches uh, who are enemies in Ocarina of Time are just regular characters in Majora's Mask. Um, of the biggest complaint Majora's Mask, though, it is a very large series of fetch quests that it you is. eat for three days over and over and over again. And I can understand why the game took a dark turn, because that sequence of events that you have to do is particularly maddening. It is managing your time. It is going to pick up this person to give this person this thing so they can have this. So you can pick on this mask to hide and pretend to be this person so you can find this. <laughs> Bro, that's fucking blasphemy. Are you serious right now? Absurd. No. That was, a whole, that was a whole side quest in Ocarina of Time, by the yeah. way. Oh, my days. Listen, listen you, all right. So who are you picking, Reggie? Fucking or, fraud. Ocarina. Oh, Korea, the safe bet, right? Because you know everyone knows who's a, a real Nintendo head. It's it's I, actual. I, I, I mask. really had to look at the two games, man. Bro, who? Come on, all right, Lord Gara, man, show show you show them why you're the actual Nintendo dude. Which one's the better game? We got two. We got exactly, and explain why. The reason why is because. Ocarina of Time was amazing for what it did. Transition from the 2D plane to the 3D, put a whole new spin on Zelda. Everything was different, vast, and for that, gamers' minds were blown. But it took away the challenge of Zelda, and I'm going to explain why. Back. It was fucking easy. The reason it took away the challenge is because it disguised waiting as a challenge. You hold your shield, you wait for them to expose their weak point, you hit them. You rinse and repeat throughout the entire 
game. They removed all challenge for me out of Zelda, whereas Majora's Mask brought that challenge back. They kind of dropped you in this world. You didn't know what was going on. You start off as a freaking plant and you're like, oh my God, really? Am I going to play as this plant from the very beginning of the game? What's going on? And, and that sense of adventure is brought back to what the original Legend of Zelda's had. Everything about Majora's Mask is the way it should be. And I understand the point he made about reusing assets, but you got to understand the timeline of why that happened. Majora's Mask is to take place after Link beats Ganon. Zelda sends him back as a child to relive the life that he missed by being locked in that temple of time. So he and Apana go off and enjoy this whole new adventure as a child and gets to live his life the way he should. Of course, you know, being the hero, he gets sucked into another bullshit save the kingdom kind of thing. He gets stuck in it all over again. But everything from the enemies to, as he was saying, the fetch quest, and there are, there's one specific quest that is literally the entire length of the game, nothing but a giant fetch quest of getting the mask. But the payoff is you get the fierce deity link mask that makes fighting the boss so much more epic. You get to see a great reward for everything that you've done. Whereas in Ocarina of Time, your fetch request gives you some rupees and here you go on about your merry way. It was bullshit. Majora's Mask Hand Down is the better game. Period. Facts. Facts. Hand over that Nintendo card, Reggie. Anyway, uh, let's, let's go on to... So, so far, I think... Who, who do we went with? I think it's two for Ocarina and one for Majora's Mask. Nubs, did you already go? No, I did not. Go ahead, you fraud. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> so... I'm going with the first game to ever get a perfect score from Famitsu, period. Ocarina of Time. It's Uh-oh. not like, and here, here's my reasoning. So Majora's Mask. Uh, now we care about review scores. All right. That, that's not the reason. You had to be a fan of Zelda to play Majora's Mask. You did not have to be a fan of Zelda to play Ocarina of Time. You just had to like good games. I like these points today. Like the game was that fucking good. It didn't matter. It, it, Ocarina of Time needs to be played by anybody that's picked up a controller. Period. At some point, and it gave like, me the all factor, like Jarrah said, but it didn't. It didn't make it better. It's not better than Majora. Majora's made that better. Again, like, it's a better Majora's game. Mask is niche. I did not like the time limit. Like there's things about it. I just didn't. I didn't. I also didn't like the whole the fact that, um, like Zero said, it's a big ass fetch quest. Like. That so you game shocked. Basically, what you're saying is you game shocked. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your point. That, that, that mask fetch quest that was already in Ocarina of Time. I already had to do that. I got my fox mask. I was running faster. Shit. I got that already. So I didn't want to have to do it again. So you could beat the mailman. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I could beat the dude that's delivering letters. Absolutely. But it, the premise is the same. Like, I mean, there were there fetch quests in Ocarina of Time. Yes, but literally everything you did in there had a point. Whether you, it was because you changed something because you did that, or it was an item that was going to help you later on in the game, it had a point. And I just didn't feel that same magic with Majora's Mask. I didn't. I, I appreciated the darker tone, you know. You know, with the story as far as Majora's Mask and, and for the story there, it's it's a fantastic story. But from a game experience, like stepping out of, out of um out of the forest into Hyrule, like that that that's an unmatched feeling. Like that that I'm like so this. This is this is what, you know, my first open world experience, you know, really is besides Mario sixty four, like it, it was amazing. It was fucking amazing, and it still is amazing. It still holds up. I bought that shit on the game on the on the uh, on the three DS, 
still holds up. Wow. All right. So you're going you're going Ocarina of Time. That's what three for Ocarina, one for God. Dante Crisis is like throwing hella hella boats at you, man. Saying, did you know you could slow down time? And it's definitely all you guys are fake for picking Ocarina of Time. Mechanic of the game. You slow it down, speed it up, or keep it regularly to get through stuff. Listen, man, it's it's called man, it's called puzzles and just the it's just a better game, man. Kofi, man, tell tell these fools and frauds why it's the better game. I'll be honest. I was leaning Ocarina of Time until I heard, uh, was it Gata's uh, argument? I, I did exactly. find that the, very The real Nintendo fan. The real one. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I did like the idea of urgency in Majora's Mask. And considering I played that game at, at I don't know how young I was, but pretty young, I, I felt influenced by that. But I'm I'm still leaning Ocarina of Time. I oh, love when you finally made it to the Temple of Time because you know as a kid it took me forever to get to that point, and then seeing what happened to the world. I guess for me I was greatly influenced because I actually felt like I was like, "Dang, Hyrule is messed up, man! Look at these zombies all brown and what the heck they keep grabbing onto me." Uh, I just felt like I was drawn into that world more than I was Majora's Mask. It was um, immersive. It, it, it was, was really immersive, man. This felt like going in, into the dungeons. That was the first. I remember the Shadow Temple and how, I don't know, like how impressed I was with the idea that like looking through like an object could change what, you know, what reality was. What was it? The Lens of Truth or something? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just such an incredible game, man. Um, yeah. I mean, right now I'm, I'm Ocarina of Time. Wow, our special our special guest here, The Verge, man. What, what are you taking? What's your, what's your pick? And 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 tell me, please tell me, you're not like these frauds. I mean, let me be honest with you, uh, FC. I'm gonna go with Ocarina of Time, oh, hands man. down, <laughs> because I never played the other one. Oh, <laughs> that is the other thing. Like I said, you had to be a Zelda fan to play like to play Majora's Mask. It's not something you would just want to. Shouldn't that up. shouldn't yeah. that not count though? Like no, the fact that you're playing Zelda uh-oh. and the Zelda fans, the OG real Zelda fans, would know which one's the better game. <laughs> yeah, my vote shouldn't count though. I haven't played the other one. Oh, oh no, it All counts. Right. <laughs> no, 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 uh, I think you're basically just letting what I said at the beginning of the conversation sway your decision. And the question is, what is the better Zelda? What's the better game? That is the uh, question. So what is the better Zelda? Majora's Mask. You guys are letting the wow factor of, like I said, transitioning from what we had before Nintendo 64, which was Super Nintendo. Everything was a little sprite. adorable. The games were amazing, but you still had that same sense of depth. Everything was either top-down or side-scroller. There was no immersion. You guys are letting the immersion of finally being 3D make your mind up. It's like a shiny set of keys for you. You're not really looking at the depth of the game. Like I said, Ocarina of Time, it was a fantastic game. It was great. It was fun going through it. And more or less, it had a really good story gameplay wise it's severely lacking 
Nubs, you said something about the fetch quest and how they all serve the purpose. Giving me 20 rupees in my pocket when I can go cut some grass ain't serving much of a purpose. <laughs> uh, so some of the fetch quests were whack, whereas in Majora's Mask, I felt like everything you did mattered because in the end, it did. If you did not get those masks, you still could beat the game. You're just going to have a harder time. If you didn't do some of those side quests, you'll go find out that some little girl has been abducted by aliens and you're like wait what the fuck when did this happen what did i miss yeah. so you're missing points of the entire story by not doing these side quests they matter whereas in ocarina of time well if you don't help the mailman deliver his mail the sheikah <laughs> village just ain't gonna know you know when to go to the post office to pick the no one's gonna care about that shit the whole point of the game is to get through it to uh stop ganon from getting his hands on the triforce and taking over uh Hyrule, right? Yeah, so all these little right. they mean absolute shit. They have no consequence to any of it. You go through the dungeons, you get the weapons, you defeat Ganon. Whereas Majora's Mask, totally different concept. They not only bring the difficulty back with the enemies where you don't just sit and wait for them to expose a weak point, it's back to the original Zelda style where you have to find their weakness, use different weapons and, and items and find out what really is their weakness. Ocarina of Time, you know, every time you get a weapon from the dungeon, well, that weapon is going to be that monster's weakness. It's, it's, That's it's good game design. What do you mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's easy. It's a hand-holding game design. That's lazy, <laughs> man. You, you're a casual you nerd. had that conversation uh, I was on about. Did you take the time to get the Games holding your hand sometimes make them more fun uh, in the sense of they're easy. You can get through it and you can just sit and enjoy the, the story. But Zelda as a whole was started to be a challenging game. The first Zelda dropped you in the middle of nothing with no explanation of what to do. You just had to go and find out everything on your own. Majora's Mask, I felt like, brought that back. It brought the challenge back to the end. It didn't feel like you were just playing through a movie. That's what Ocarina of Time felt like to me. It was great amazing story but i was just walking through the game basically i hit an enemy he turned around and showed me the shiny red bump on his ass that i had to stab that was obvious <laughs> i kill him and move on to the next thing there was no sense of accomplishment doing it whereas majora's mask some of those enemies got on my nerves let me tell you the goron going up to the the uh snow temple that snow, kept yeah. off of the cliff I was so fucking confused until I got the Liz of Truth and was like, oh, you invisible piece of shit. I got you. I understand. And then I found out something further. I got to put him to sleep. So, like I said, the fetch quest mattered. The enemies were challenging. The story was good. And there was a sense of urgency to it. The moon is going to fall on you. Whereas, well, if Ganon just takes over Hyrule, I guess I'll just bow down and shine his boots. I'll still live. It's, <laughs> it's stupid. I, I don't like Ocarina of Time for that instance. But what Nub said is true. Everybody should play Ocarina of Time because it was a great story. And, Which and is Zelda, Majora's Mask. There you go. That's very true. And after you play, finish playing Ocarina of Time, make sure you play Majora's Mask and then realize which one's the better game. Exactly. All right, man. So I guess let's see. The, hey, Kofi, did, did Garo change your opinion, man? I think he did a really good job expressing the emphasis on story and making sure you know how it was more impactful, the story, I mean, you know, because you're a story-based guy. So, anyway, what's your take, Kofi? God dang, this is a tough one for me, guys. Um, <sighs> Well, you can walk over to the other side and lose. 
I need that guy. I'm trying to be honest. I'm trying to be honest. Just like the debate with PlayStation's, you know, uh, genre of variety. But yeah, I, I gotta stick with Ocarina, man. It just oh, there was man. so many things that were introduced as a new game in in this, like just playing the Ocarina and the fact that you had to learn the mechanics to play it correctly and you acquire songs. I just love all these things that they brought to the game that weren't in actually what was my favorite Legend of Zelda, um, Link to the Past. Um, so yeah, I gotta stick with Ocarina. Man, if you don't sit your I was in band class having that. All right, so <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Pharaoh, man, what's your do you agree? Are you gonna change it, man? Remember, honest opinions, man. Don't try to get the win, man. Integrity nah, my, is a question. Nah, my, 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 my honest opinion is, is I agree in time. I played Majora's Mask. I didn't play it all the way through. Um, but uh just the the con the concept of time really got me. I just didn't care for it. Like that was like the biggest part that I didn't care for when I played Majora's Mask, which is that that having to play with having to deal with the whole time thing just annoyed me. Oh man! All right, Reggie, man, come on, get your Nintendo card back. Oh, it stayed where it was. I mean, look, <laughs> uh, and Majora's Mask is an excellent game. I think the only like what bad, bad Zelda game is Skyward Sword, or like medium to not great. It's not Triforce Heroes. Wow, was kind of Skyward way. Sword, you didn't like? I like Triforce Heroes, but but only if I guess you got a bunch of people playing with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you made a good point. But so. I classify them in two things. And like one of the biggest things is what brought the creator to even make Zelda exploration, man. It's about that world and being out there. Majora's Mask didn't give me that because I have an ever looming time limit on what I need to do. I don't got time to explore. Yeah. On my head. I got shit to do. Um, right. And so it had great atmosphere. So I got to give it to Ocarina of Time. Majora's right. Mask is more like Twilight Princess. All right, well, we're going to finish out. I guess this is the first time in the history of Vitamin G Gaming Podcast where everyone voted against against one person. And, Gaur, you took the heaviest L. Yes, but so you know hold- what? Sometimes, sometimes the person that uh, doesn't go with the crowd, he might not be the winner in that, but he still might be uh, right, which I'm still considering myself to be right. You, you made valid <laughs> points, bro. Like, I'm not, we're, we're definitely not discounting that. You absolutely made valid points. Yeah, but, you did a good job, but, but you're still going to hold this L. So hold this L up uh, very high and do your outro, my guy. Uh, I took an L. I'll accept my L. I'll put it in my pocket. And <laughs> I'll have another pocket. But anyway, uh, anytime anybody wants to get with me and talk games, you can find me, like I said, on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, everything's going to be ending in Garza, and no matter where you look, I'm on Twitch. Like I said, guys, just Google me. And uh, I appreciate everyone having me here, uh, even though, you know, at the end, everybody going to gang up on me. It's all right. I understand. <laughs> I understand. It's all right. But uh, it's been fun, man. And I appreciate y'all letting me hang with y'all and just have a general and good conversation. Yes, sir, man. Pleasure having you in, having you come on the show, bro. And let's let's do the special guest, man, The Verge, man. Is this your first podcast? It is. Yes, oh, there's one I was supposed to be on. I just could not make it work. It's just too demanding right now. Got you, man. You did your thing, man. Do your outro, my guy, man. I but I just want to say uh, thank you to the chat, the panel. You guys are great. FC, I appreciate it. You know, I'm not no big YouTuber. I don't bring nothing, no traffic, no nothing. But you're a real dude. You have me on here, and I appreciate that. Um, And I do have another special shout-out. It's just like, you know. 
a girl that you know just holds it down she's just a cool person i told her to support this podcast and i'm gonna give her a shout out and that's the the chrissy you know who you are but again everybody hit that thumbs up button support yeah. fc violent and his podcast real dude and that's it Yes, sir, man. The Vitamin G Gaming Crew, man. Uh, and again, like, yeah, shout out to your to, to your little special, the special lady. Uh, what episode was that when we did um, actual segment on our actual special ladies? Definitely check that. I think that's episode is it four. I, I don't know. Like- yeah, we, we did a we did a special thing on that, and uh, I think the ladies who are want to see you know their guys who game a lot, and want to when we show them a appreciation. Cause that's what we do on here, man. Different gaming podcasts. So, all right, left to right, man. Nubs, man. Do your outro where people can find you, man. And are you happy that you're no longer holding the L? Am I happy? No, this was, bro. This was a slam dunk. <laughs> it was never gonna go any other way. I'm mad. I'm mad. You gave me a topic where you and Kofi was already gonna agree. No, we were not. One. That's I what it was. Never literally, you wanna, yeah. I will. I will throw the messages up, yo. Yeah. I will, I literally, we I'm like, so this it. is what I want to do for her. She's like, ooh. He, all he said was like, ooh. Nah, Kobe was like, no, let's pick the same one so we got guaranteed that we're not going to be the, be the losers this time. I didn't know how he was going to go. He, I, I thought he was going to be Majora's Mask just with his, his taste. Because you, know, you thought he was a real gamer. But anyway, go do the outro. <laughs> yep, so um, Slower Butternubs on Xbox, Randy Butternubs on uh, PSN, and of course you can find me on Instagram at Jubei underscore Sensei. Um, that'll have the links to my facebook my youtube and of course uh my twitter all that stuff is there um yeah great show again guys and uh thanks uh, for our listeners and uh, the chat for keeping it real we appreciate you and that's my time yes sir man the chat's been amazing man uh shout out the chat for sure dante christ the indie gamer uh all the patreon mentors night music uh mm2k uh, we have a couple of them salty gaming uh damn yobi yobi one kenobi man appreciate you bro and if i'm missing anybody i apologize man all right so co uh kofi man do your outro my guy what's going on chat man thanks so much for coming every week you can always find me at creative underscore kofi or maxwell 3000 on psn creative underscore kofi on twitter um always doing japanese translations man or playing games in japanese i'm doing imports i love to talk about learning language i think everybody should acquire a second language whatever it may be spanish italian german whatever um, it just opens your eyes to culture and things like that. Thanks. But yes, gaming translations. Um, Famitsu Guy translations. I'm thinking about the next article. So if you guys need anything translated, hit me up. I don't mind. Um, that's it. Yes, sir. And guy, he does great work, man. The, the art in itself is beautiful. And you can definitely check that on our Patreon, uh, Vitamin Space G, as in the actual letter podcast. Uh, it's on Patreon. I'm going to drop a link in the chat. Uh, Pharaoh, man, do you outro, my guy? Hey, guys. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pharaoh Bizarre um, and on the Xbox and PlayStation Network at Bizarre5000. Um, that's about it. Yes, sir. And uh, Reggie, man, you fraud. Do your outro. Always a pleasure to be here. Thanks to the chat. Thanks to the panel. Uh, find me just anywhere online, 0x386. Um, and go, man, go see uh, Detective Pikachu. That just dropped, you know, support, support <laughs> in, their, in, their, in expansive endeavors. <laughs>
Yes, sir. Update your avatar, man. You're looking like a Down syndrome Pikachu. (laughs) 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 On that note, man, definitely, uh, definitely check out my latest video I dropped. It's on Rare. It's called the uh, Rebirth of Rare. It talks about you know the history. To I think it's a pretty good, insightful uh, video. You know, just a quick, quick uh, plug. If you want to find that, it's on FC Space Violent. Uh, You can see it by uh, highlighting Xbox Game Studios, which I'm gonna do one on Sony eventually. And uh, obviously, the Vitamin G Gaming Podcast is on there as well. And so so hit the like button, subscribe, and send this and share this out to people you know, man. We're slowly getting there. Um, but we want to we want to get we want to get to 1,000, man. That's the goal, man. So we're trying to get there. So anyway, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate the chat. Salute to you. Remember, keep it gaming. And these Nintendo guys are frauds. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>